Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are blank. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. God damn it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do it, I'm not going to laugh. But anyway. You did. Here we are. I did it right, at least. And we have a guest. We have a guest today. We have the uh, mysterious Riva. Hi. <laughs> we talked about... <laughs> 800,000 times. She's real. She's real. (laughs) She's not my imaginary friend. Unlike our friend, Aaron. Who does not exist. (laughs) He's pretty real. He was pretty real when he was sitting in that chair. Too real. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we have a guest. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. And Reva's also going to help us with our super secret project. Yes. That's going to be ready to go next week. Next week. Really freaking me out. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to talk sportsy things first. We should probably. There's a lot of sportsy things. Where do you want to start? Let's start with um, uh, Olivia because that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. We, my sister and I, and my two-year-old niece Olivia, as you probably saw in the Twitter feed, uh, went to the Oilers open practice last Sunday, and it was like she was in heaven. You texted me a couple of pictures of her just, like, standing there, like, watching, and they oh, were adorable. It was so cute. But my favorite part was <laughs> on my Instagram story when we were, like, four rows back, which was pretty sweet, from the glass. And I had, like, video on the far ice. There was the scrimmage was happening over there, and I turn, turned around and looked at... Olivia, and it was super zoomed in on her face. It was, like, here. <laughs> and she had popcorn in her mouth, and she's like... glared at me so hard oh but it was so fun we tried to get as close to the ice as we could so that she could like be near connor brother right yeah oh so freaking fun and i was like me and my sister were like anxious we're like nervous because we're like oh my god how's olivia gonna deal is she gonna have fun is she gonna last through the whole thing because it said it was three hours are you sure that that wasn't concerns for yourself yes but then (laughs) but then Leon Dreisaitl was 10 feet away. And I was like, oh, I am not fine. <laughs> I am not fine right now. <laughs> There's Oscar Klopfbaum, hockey god, and I am not fine. <laughs> so it was a bit of a rude awakening for myself. So what you're, what you're saying is <laughs> you're just not okay. Not okay. No, because I do. you did text me, and I don't remember what you said, and it, we text too much that I'm not going to go back and look for it. But it was, <laughs> <laughs> that was like a whole week ago. I don't know. It's probably like pages and pages to scroll through. But yeah. I do remember, <laughs> I think you said something about it being problematic, but I can't remember how you phrased it. And I was like, explain. And you were like, Leon and Oscar. <laughs> I, like, oh. <laughs> I think it was like me being here with my two-year-old niece is problematic. Because she's... She's excited for a different purpose than I am. Her motivation is a little different. Yeah, I'm an adult, and I'm married. (laughs) Are you, though? I am. I I did see your husband yesterday from afar. You did. More than I did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't 100% sure it was him, but then I realized. So so I thought it was funny, your comment that Olivia had made about them skating backwards and why they're sticking their butts out. Yeah. She was like, that is disgusting. And in my head, I was like, I feel like Kelsey does not agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) But she she sat on my my lap for the second half of the game because they played like 25 minutes periods mm-hmm. and then they had like a 20 minute intermission and getting her to understand that was like amazing <laughs> because she couldn't understand why connor wasn't playing all the time like why is uh-huh. he not 
That is a and question I, like, I think a lot of other fans I know, have. exactly. Yeah. I hear it. I feel it. But she was trying to, I was trying to get her to understand, like, he doesn't play the whole game. Yeah. And at intermission, they go away for a certain period of yeah. time, but then they'll come back. <laughs> but she's just potty trained. So for her, she understands the need for a pee break. So I was like, okay, Connor, he skated so fast. You saw him skate so fast. And she was like, uh-huh. And I was like, well, he needs to rest his legs. He's got to take a drink. He's thirsty. She was like, okay. And I was like, remember when Connor skated and he took all those drinks and he took a rest? And now he has to pee. The whole team has to pee. And they have to take off their helmets and their gloves. And they all have to share the potty. And she was like... Okay, <laughs> that, that she could get. So it was so funny, and then she loved Zambovi guy. He was like doing his thing, and every time she came by, she'd wave at him. She's like, he waved at me. He did not wave at her. He didn't see her. He didn't perceive her. Oh, she loved it. That's funny. Was, she did not love the horn at the end of the period, though. Yeah, probably not. Hey. We didn't think it was coming because it's like not a real game. Yeah. So it happened the first time, and she like. That freaked her out a lot. So when they started playing the second game, she was, like, on edge, like, waiting for it. So when the clock was ticking down at, like, 10, 9, my hands just got closer (laughs) to her ears. And then, like, slowly covered them, and it went off, and she was like, oh, okay. (laughs) You can see see the relief on her face. Oh, it was so cute. They need to do, like, an autograph session, and you should take her, and she could be your excuse to, like, fangirl. Mm -hmm. Megan, we don't need one. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm let's be just real. Just saying, you could just use her as your excuse to like. As why you're there, right? lose you your shit. No, whatever. We didn't need an excuse. I was like, I got tickets. Yeah, let's go. Didn't I like? I got them I, when we were still working together, right? Didn't I like yell at you from across the hall? I was like, Kelsey, come here. Yeah, it was after school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of screaming yeah, that day. and then we made some plans, because my dad had got them from work, which I think is really funny. Because, like, you know, you work with people, and they have their season tickets, and, like, get tickets for your kid, but, like, your kid's 32. I know, and even <laughs> when I was waiting to get in, because we were there a half hour early to the stupid open practicing, and there's probably 300 people ahead of us in line, and, like, 90% of them were, like, grown adults. Yeah. And I was like... <sighs> Like, I got a kid here, and that's okay. <laughs> it's not even my kid. <laughs> but, like... She's like, I borrowed this kid. So yeah, they, yeah. It looked weird that I was coming to this practice. <laughs> and, that, and I was just like, all those people, they're going to race to get super close to the glass. And I think the people that are on the glass should be young kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, ah, I, I wasn't wild about that. But it was fun. And then my sister texted me because I drove back to Sylvan, like, that night. And she had taking a video outside Olivia's room when she was like tucked into bed my sister was like getting ready for the work day and she like leans in to listen there's Olivia just in the dark in her room going let's go I was like oh no this is indoctrination (laughs) like this is (laughs) the best kind though this is terrible I'm glad well no but they picked the right team at least Mm. they could have you know picked the flames no my sister wouldn't have done that well there you go and it's just good indoctrination until they have like another decade of darkness, and then then it'll be like yeah, some kind of like child neglect. <laughs> like, why are you letting your child do this? I know, but <laughs> yeah. it was just like I just keep think, thinking about like all the things she would like. Anytime any of the team scored, she'd be like, "Connor!" and just like lose her shit. Oh, but in like a tiny two-year-old voice, it was so cute. That's fun. Yeah, it was great. That's super fun. 
Um, do you know what else is super fun? Hmm. Golden Knights and their uh, Twitter. I know. They're real great. <laughs> They're real great. I know some people are getting sick of it. Just like, how? They lost and they asked their fans to tweet them pictures of doggos. And <laughs> yeah. they did. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it's it's fun. And, like, they're trying to make a name for themselves, you know, and be noticed. And yeah. I think I heard somewhere that originally, and I don't know if it's still true, that uh, the person running their Twitter anyway, or their social media stuff, was the same person doing the, the Blue Jackets, which oh. kind of makes sense. Like, if you look at how the Blue Jackets sort of started stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of totally the same. Wait, simultaneously? Yeah, because they didn't have anybody yet, and then it was, yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. People are, like, mad at them? I don't, I don't know. Well, the whole thing with the Canadians was weird. Yeah, like Because the... someone else tagged in the Canadians, and then the Canadians went at the Golden Ice, and they were like, dude, our tweet was not about you at all, but okay, we're going to wreck you right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's bizarre. But it's just fun. Like, it's nice to see a team, like, engaging with people mm-hmm. and not pretending that their fans don't exist. <laughs> like the Oilers, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that's a little, it's a little bit frustrating, I think, to see, like, this brand new team that, like, has, you know, I mean, they've got a fan base, sure, they've got, there's people in Vegas, apparently, who like hockey, which is fine, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not, like, real fans or whatever, but, I mean, there's a rabid fan base here, and the Oilers are like, oh, here's some, here's some pictures of yeah. the things that you saw on the ice already, it's like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, Although, if they're high-res photos, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is your background still, uh... It is. Oh, okay. My sister told me she changed hers to Yessie Pugliarvi, and I was like, you shock me, Brittany. Yeah, no kidding. Are we different people now? Well, probably. Should be me. <laughs> it really should be. It really should be me. It really absolutely should be. Um, but on, on, I guess on the side of the social media thing, I guess the Oilers, and I haven't watched any preseason because I don't care. Um, and Amanda, she sent me a DM the other day, she was like, is Chris Russell not wearing number four anymore? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, oh, no, there's another Russell on the team. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that. There is. I started the open practice. There's a guy named Patrick Russell, yeah. Yeah. And they didn't even have, like, a P or a K. No. It was stupid. Um, Never do the abs. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Um, It's 10.30 in the morning. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. So, sorry. Bad jokes all around. Um, No, I just, I found it interesting. There's lots of people on my Twitter the other night complaining about, um, the Oilers, like, not, their game's not being on TV. And, I mean, it's not really the Oilers' fault. It's probably Sportsnet. Because you could watch the Leafs, like, nationally or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And not watch the Oilers even regionally, which I don't particularly care. Um, but the fact that you have to, like, the best stream for it was to go on Facebook and watch the live stream from the Oilers' Facebook page is garbage. What? Yeah. That's what, that's, apparently that's what people were saying is that that's where the best quality video was coming from. was from, like, the Oilers' Facebook stream. That sucks. Hmm. Yeah. Come come to our Facebook page. We won't do anything for you, but watch your team. Yeah. Like, and they have a fan base. Like, there, I I know people who would pay money to watch the Oilers in preseason on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, they would actually pay yeah. a fee to watch the Oilers in preseason, which is ridiculous. Like, similar to those watch parties at Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, go to Rogers and watch them play. Yeah. Fucking Winnipeg again. I don't yeah, know. and like charge people eleven dollars for beer. Like, come on, guys, get it together. Yeah. Make some money. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. I, th- I hope the I hope that Vegas isn't the worst team in the league this year. I hope that honor falls to the Canucks. That would be great. Um, just, Not the Avs? Uh, no, I kind of feel bad for them. Me too. I like Gabe Landeskog enough that, like, I don't wish that on anyone. 
Um, I would like to remind people that last year, I'm pretty sure the Avs went undefeated in the preseason, and then they were last, yeah. and the Oilers are right now undefeated in the preseason. So let's not let's not count our chickens too quick. Preseason doesn't matter. Oh, but it does. No, it doesn't. Because apparently last night, which I didn't watch because I don't care, but uh, Jesse Pugliarvi played really well on Connor's wing for like four shifts. Yeah, and as people... would I, and I can't <laughs> stop on skates. <laughs> Except to throw myself into the boards. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> apparently that's enough to be, you know, to anoint him the, um... Second coming? First line right winger. Which, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Anyway. I'm still super happy for Yessi. Yeah, I know. It's great for him. And it was a good chance to see the pizza gif again. Oh, I love that pizza gif. <laughs> have you seen that, Reba? I feel like I have. I can't picture it right now. It's the most disgusting thing. I can't remember who was being interviewed, and he just, like, walks... And he doesn't pay attention. He just, like, walks in front of, behind the camera and just, like, chomping on this pizza and then realizes there's cameras on him still eating and just, like, turns it's around and walks away. It's the most open-mouth chewing you've he ever seen. He has a really large mouth, though. Like, yeah, but- you know... He doesn't have to fit the whole slice of pizza in his mouth. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I feel he like, should be good at it if his mouth is very large. I really hope that at some point in time, I'm gonna wait till you swallow that. So oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that at some point in time he goes, he dresses for Halloween as the Joker because I just feel like it would be amazing. It would be amazing. <laughs> he wouldn't need the paint or anything. No, <laughs> no, it's they would normal face. They wouldn't have to. Yeah, they wouldn't have to like enhance the shape of his mouth at all. He could just be the Joker. I saw someone tweeted like something about Yessi, and then to make his smile, they did like the colon and then the square bracket. <laughs> I was like, that's perfect because the square bracket was like outside the eyes. Oh, damn it! Why didn't I think of that? You'll notice that she said that she saw someone who tweeted something because she quit Twitter and stuff. <laughs> I'm running all of our accounts now. <laughs> so, you're I get, welcome, Megan. <laughs> well, I get the notifications for the Twitter account on my phone, and then it'll be like a direct message from something. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like, when you direct and Tom message. were... Yeah, when you and Tom oh, were like, talking strike. about strike, and I was right. like, what the fuck is happening? And then I was like, oh, I don't care. Never mind. <laughs> my favorite part was signing tweets from you. <laughs> yeah, the things I would never say. And it was like, like four with, hours later, yeah. you're like, this was not me. <laughs> like, I saw something yeah. the other day that I was like, really? Did Megan say that? No. Clearly she did. <laughs> if it's signed by me, I did not say this. I guarantee gotcha. you. And I tried to differentiate it because I started to, oh, doing like Kelsey tweet TM and then I put Megan tweet copyright. <laughs> but it didn't fly very You very could just high. put a TM for the Kelsey tweets yeah. instead of Kelsey tweet. Or, because I'm still, I'm, I still think people think that we talk, I'm talking to myself sometimes when I tweet with the account. Yeah. I think they're kind of like Jeff Vallette, like talking to Face Off Circle, which it is him running both things, but um, I, I think people are convinced that I'm talking to myself and I'm not. Which is why I signed it Megan Tweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so if it's signed Megan Tweet, it is not me. <laughs> I promise you this. <laughs> There's no possible way. Because I think the one that you attributed to me that I was like, nope, was like about the stickers. And there's uh, 900 S's and about 4,000 exclamation marks. And I was like, I only get that excited about, like, three things. And stickers is not one of those things. And it'll be all caps. It won't be 90 letters. No. 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 No, it'll be, like, 10 at the most. It's about as much excitement as I can handle. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. So, quit Twitter or something. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I don't have anything to say about that. Uh, (laughs) 
you're the one who quit Twitter, quote unquote. Um, okay. I quit. No, <laughs> I quit my personal Twitter. Um, we want to talk about more sportsy things. There's yes. Lots of sports today, but this is like different sports. Um, in a good way, I think. It was a good discussion. So, um, today is Sunday, and that means that there's NFL football games on, and that means that there's going to be a whole bunch of people kneeling for the anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, or standing, like, arm-in-arm in solidarity with... Each other. People who are kneeling. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I think the best part about it is that this morning in uh, London, at Wembley Stadium, when they played God Save the Queen, um, all of the players stood. And then when they played the American National Anthem, a whole bunch of them kneeled. And yeah. I think that's a very telling sort of message. Yeah. So, how do we want to... How do we want to approach this? Is it... Okay, here's my, here's my question. This is maybe a starting point. Is it a protest against the flag? No. To kneel for the anthem? No. Why not? I agree, but why not? I feel there's this strange connect that doesn't necessarily exist between... Anthem, flag, and military. Those are not all equal signs to each other. And yet, in a sports context, Mm -hmm. people treat it as such. Right. And that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I think it maybe has something to do with, like, the sports as war metaphor that sort of exists, right? Like, you go to battle. Mm. Well, of course it's bullshit, but, like, you go to battle, you know. Um, But it's really interesting seeing the reaction to um, what... Donald Trump had to say mm-hmm. and calling I mean indirectly but calling Colin Kaepernick a son of a bitch for refusing to stand for the anthem and like that's amazing that he actually said that like that's incredible to me that he took the time out of his day his busy day of presidenting and whatever the fuck that means to like comment on something that he legitimately doesn't understand mm-hmm. and well it's not surprising at this point that's all he does that's <laughs> the definition yeah. of his presidency yeah and commenting on things he doesn't understand yeah. that Fox yeah. News talks about um, but that he, you know, took the time to call Colin Kaepernick, you know, a son of a bitch and, and, and be very transparent about like what, why he's opposed to all of this. Yeah. Um, and is calling for like NFL owners to fire their players basically if they don't stand for the anthem. But I'm like, hey, they're private employers, so you can't tell them what to do. Yeah. First of all. No. Um. But, like, I saw this morning on Twitter, I saw, like, a third, like, a third grade Pop Warner football team somewhere in the States. Like, they, there was an anthem at their game, and they all knelt. Yeah, it was in Seattle or something like that. That was a high school. I don't know if that, that was, was there was a high school in Seattle, and I think the, the younger kids were somewhere else. But, like, third graders, eight-year-olds, they get it. That's the thing that's so funny, because all of my kids get it. They get it. They understand why. And they grow up in, in such a different generation. Like, it's such an interesting thing about how each generation is so disconnected from each other because like my parents generation was not diverse whatsoever in who they interacted with Mm -hmm. each day or spoke to or went to school with or anything Mm -hmm. and all of our schools it's not homogenous at all yeah and they friggin get it my mom went to school um in Tabor in southern Alberta and there was not a bunch, but they had Japanese students because mm-hmm. they had been interned not far. And but right. for, for the most part, that was like the only real like diversity that my mom was exposed to mm-hmm. in school. Um, I don't know, your parents probably well, my parents grew up in the States. My mom was grew up in Cleveland and she said she didn't go to school with anyone of 
any other background than like until she was in high school maybe or even college I don't really remember exactly mm-hmm. but like she was yeah like in her late teens and so yeah it's just yeah it's a very different time but like but I mean I get it I understand why why they're kneeling mm-hmm. and it's not an affront I don't think to the to the flag itself and it's definitely not an affront to the troops no. no. Because the no. flag and the troops no. are not the same thing. No, that's what I'm saying. There's this weird equal sign that's equated between all of these things, and that's so not how that works. I saw this really great thread on Twitter the other day about what you can and can't do with the flag. Yeah, I saw that this morning. And the one thing that you're not, not supposed Twitter, to do... Not on Twitter, because I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> you bullshit. <laughs> um, the one thing that you're not... One of the things you're not supposed to do is display the flag... Um, like horizontally it's supposed to be flown like vertically on a pole or like sticking under the wall like the ones that are angled or whatever right. um, but at sporting events all, all the time they always like unfurl yeah. the, no they always unfurl the flag flat on the field yeah. you know, have like those field oh, yeah, size yeah. giant flags and that's technically no. disrespect disrespect yeah, yeah. And, and the standing and sitting standing for the anthem is not um, it's not codified anywhere it's it's a sign of respect, I suppose. It says should. You should, but there's no like in, must I, is a different word. Yeah. Yeah, there's no there's nothing that says that you have to. Um and so it'll be really interesting to see what happens today. So like I've got the TV on as we're doing this because like kickoffs are soon. Um it'll be interesting to see today what happens mm-hmm. in some of these games and who yeah. decides to to kneel. Because last night, um one of the guys that plays in Oakland for the Athletics, um Bruce Maxwell is his name. He knelt um, for the anthem. He's the first Major League Baseball player to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he was born on a military base in Germany. His dad was in the armed forces. Mm-hmm. And he believes very much in his country, but he's like, I'm doing this for people who can't. Yeah. yeah. And that's a very telling thing. Well, that's exactly yeah. what the United States should stand for. It's so ridiculous. Land of the free, home of the yeah. brave, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you think there are people out there now, though, that are going to start doing it as a protest to something different now? Of course. It's it's sort of in certain, I think in certain circles it's already becoming like an anti-Trump yeah. thing. And it's not an anti-Trump no, thing. No, because that's not what But Kat like, is that what it's going to become? Probably. Yeah. For some people, yeah. But he really is at the point, the epitome of all of yeah. the societal yes. structures that mm-hmm. create and cause that inequality, right? Well, so. the thing he said yesterday about, um, you know, how these... these talking about um these athletes and how they are in this place of privilege and like should be thankful for the opportunities that they've been given like this is coming from a man who got a million dollar loan from his father to start a business and, and like dodged the draft and, and dodged the draft five times and didn't have to fight and um and has like essentially blundered his way into the present presidency yeah. by being a terrible businessman mm-hmm. yep. and he's telling these guys a lot of whom and this is where obviously his grasp on the issue is non-existent a lot of those guys who are in that position are there because they worked really fucking hard to get there yeah the amount of athletes that don't come from privilege is astounding and so many of those guys that you'll that you'll see come from like um impoverished circumstances and they grew up in the projects and like basketball or football or baseball or whatever was like their way out yeah yeah and and that athletic gift that they have essentially was their way out of that circumstance yeah and so if anybody understands the idea of the american dream the american dream it's those guys yeah they're legit living the american dream um but not but not not that far no that far no and so like having like michael bennett and martellus bennett 
speaking out the way that they have in the last few days has been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, like Martellus Bennett the other day said something about how, um, you know, he'll kneel for the anthem and his mother was never, you could never call his mother a bitch. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. So somebody asked this morning on Twitter uh, about the NHL and what's going to happen. Because obviously it has to be an American player, right? It couldn't be. Yeah, and that's, we were sort of talking about that before. That's what's tricky about the NHL is because it's so much more internationally di- diverse than yeah. Yeah. the NFL is, right? It's like how much international representation is there in the NFL? Like 3%? It's not big, no. There's like a few no. Canadians. There's that one guy, that one Canadian kid who's also like a med student playing in Kansas City. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Um, So here's my question. Let's say that the American player who takes a knee for the anthem is none other than Patrick Kane. (laughs) He won't. I'm just, just ignore the fact that he won't because he's a douchebag. But what if he was? What if that, what if he's the guy who takes the stand? The. <laughs> That's like I was thinking about that this morning, uh, and it made my brain hurt. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Good for him. Yeah. Good for him for at whatever age he is. Thirty-seven. I don't know. <laughs> he looks like he is. For getting a fucking clue. Yeah. Good for him. Fair. Fair point. Doesn't change the fact that he's a scumbag. He's shit, no. Um, like, Ray Lewis this morning in, in uh, London was kneeling with the Ravens, and I was like, you still killed a man. This does not absolve you. He's still playing? No, he's he's working with the team. I don't know what he's doing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude, you're still a murderer. <laughs> Brian, you're going to hear this at some point in time. He definitely did it. <laughs> um, just because just they acquitted him doesn't mean it didn't happen. Brian's like 23 episodes behind, though. Yeah. <laughs> He just discovered Just discovered that there was a podcast like three days ago. And then he texted me and got mad that I didn't tell him. And I was like, dude, where have you been? It's been on the Twitter, like, a lot. It's been on my Facebook, even. And I feel like the last time I saw him, I talked about it. I don't know. He (laughs) filled out our sticker request thing. And there was, like, a spot for people to put, like, special information. I assumed it would be, like, Unit 7. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And the responses are freaking amazing. They're all, like, shouting and stuff. But his was, like... I live with children, and I do not appreciate the amount of profanity profanity in your podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, Brian Kong, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure in the text that he sent me the other day, there was a lot of swearing. <laughs> and his child is, like, eight months old. <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> Nine months old, I guess, yeah. Doesn't know. Yeah, she doesn't know any better yet. Um, But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know what, what comes of this. And, like, you know, yeah, Patrick Kane could be the guy actually Blake Wheeler yesterday um tweeted sort of at the president he was just sort of like um still be and it was interesting like being respectful about it but not like being like no dude you can't you can't do this yeah but LeBron's I think might have been the best he was just like you bum I know and I love how (laughs) comparing his to Kobe's his was just so unfiltered and like Mm -hmm. stream of consciousness and Kobe's was like very Pointed and organized. Yeah. And LeBron like, yeah. was just like, you bum. It's yeah. like, you can't. Which, I mean, it's, I mean, like, they invited the, I guess they invited the Warriors to the White House. Yeah. And the Warriors were going to talk about it as a team and decide as a team if they were going to go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I kind of figured they wouldn't just because, like, Steve Kerr even. It's very left, yeah. Yeah. But then, but then, I don't know, 
Trump was like, they've been uninvited. And they're like, fine, we don't want to come anyway. <laughs> oh, Trump is such a child about everything like, that That's happened. why we're going to have oh nuclear war. Because someone's going to see something that makes him angry. Yeah. And then he's just going to be like, yeah, well, nuclear code, boop, done. See, and I don't know. I don't think that would happen. Because I think the generals would legit, like, put a soother in his mouth and wrestle <laughs> the button away from him. Maybe. Hopefully. I hope hopefully. there's somebody like, with him at all They times. would commit treason, yeah, right. and I would be like, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's... You've done the right thing. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, he yeah, he's such a child about it. Yeah. It's all about him. It was so funny to see yeah. all those analogies for, like, oh, well... Um, I didn't want you to come to my birthday party, so you're uninvited anyway. Mm-hmm. Like what you would say to yeah. a girl who was mean to you in grade four. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I only invited you because my mom told me to. Yeah, right. There's yeah. that, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really, I thought that was a really interesting thing that happened yesterday, and like, and Steph Curry was just sort of like, I don't even know what to say about all this. Just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's just you know, because now they're now they're in the public eye for like different things. Yeah. Which goes back maybe to what Michael Bennett was saying yesterday about how um, the way that Trump sort of has phrased, framed all this stuff is that, like, he, this is the only thing that he thinks these black men are capable of, is mm-hmm. being athletes. And they're clearly capable of so much more. And I don't know if he's aware of just how much more. No. Yet. Um, I'm interested to see if they actually show the anthems on the football broadcasts, because they usually don't. Usually Who airs them? Fox? Hmm. Uh, if, if, yeah, Fox is on, um, right, this is what I have on right now. Um, I'm just interested to see if they, because they don't usually air the anthem, unless there's like a special like military something or another. Of course. And the NFL has a partnership with the armed forces, and they do this like there's like a, one of the days I don't know, maybe in October I don't know. There's always like this like troop thing or no, it's October is the breast cancer thing, so it must be in November. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there's always like this big thing, and they do like this NFL. Um, there's like I don't know if it's like the Declaration of Independence or like things from the Bill of Rights, and they have like players reading stuff. Like it's a big thing, and I'm wondering if that will change. Mm. at all because they had a commercial in the Super Bowl this year um, talking about like being united inside these lines and it comes across as a football commercial but then in the end they pan out and it's like the map of the US that's very it's, cool it's cool and they're going to air it I guess tonight on Sunday Night Football again um, and that's an NFL it's an commercial? NFL commercial yeah and they aired it during the Super Bowl well they are going to show the national anthem it just says on Fox there you go um, so they're of yeah. course they are because that it's going to give them so much press. Well, and they kind of have to, I yeah. think. I'm just... Because they usually just don't, right? It's usually right. just not a thing that, that they that they tend to do. And so it'll be interesting um, to see if the other networks are doing the same thing. But yeah, this commercial. And so it comes... They're, you know, we're united inside these lines. And one of the little pieces of footage that they show is Pat Tillman um, from when he was still playing with the Cardinals before he quit his NFL career and signed up um, and yeah. enlisted and was killed. And I watched that this morning and that part made me cry. Yeah. Um. Because of course, of course, he would be there kneeling with his teammates. Like, yeah. There's absolutely. no question in my mind because he felt like he quit his NFL career because he felt it was the right thing to do to join the army and defend yeah. defend yeah. like the values and ideals that Americans hold dear. Um. And he died for them. Mm-hmm. And he would absolutely be there. And that made me so angry when someone put. It was, like, some player, and I was just like, you don't fucking get it, because they wrote, like, Pat Tillman's name on their shoes and was like, Pat Tillman's why I stand mm-hmm. for the anthem. And I was just like, okay, you don't understand then. Pat Tillman died so you could make that choice, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can't use him as your... No. Yeah. That was a um, gross. And so, so the NFL response has been interesting, and the NBA season, when it gets going, that'll be interesting, too. And, I mean, obviously, like, the leagues are predominantly... Not predominantly, but there's way more... 
um, black athletes in the NFL and the NBA than there are, um, say, in the NHL, which brings us to the Pittsburgh Penguins just being absolute fuckbags this morning. Yeah. And their statement about going to the White House, because they won the Stanley Cup, good for them, two-time Stanley Cup champion Justin Schultz, so great. <laughs> um, also, two-time cup champion Phil Kessel. Like, it's I thought amazing. you were going to say Phil Kessel. No. It really threw me off, and I'm loving it. Um, so, the Pittsburgh... Oh, there it is, horizontal. Oh, God, why? That's a really big flag. That's a really large flag. <laughs> Think of all the Chinese labor that went into making that flag. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, hey, they're arm in arm. Okay, that's interesting. I'm... Okay. I'm Curious to see if there's anybody kneeling. Um, I want to have armed forces out there as well. Interesting. His name is General. That's that's a name. That's an amazing military name. That's an incredible. Like, boy, you are born for this. <laughs> yeah, they're all holding hands or with arms together. Yeah. yeah. I don't see any kneelers. I don't either. No. Who's it? Who is it? Uh, it's the e- well. It's the Eagles. There's a cop with it. Yeah. Not a cop with oh. it. Oh, black power. Fists up. Black power. Um, yeah, it's the Eagles, so that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and the oh, Giants. Kneelers. There we go. Okay, we got Kneelers. All right. Kneelers alert. How <laughs> <laughs> are you liking this running commentary of the anthem that's on mute? <laughs> that you are going to get four hours after this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, good oh, for them. Those are Navy people. They're not, they aren't cops. Wait, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Does that count as a work day for the people who are in the military in their dress uniforms to do this? Probably. You or think? part of, yeah. Yeah. It's probably a thing. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Why do we have a giant American flag? It's like the size of a fucking football field. Literally. <laughs> like, actually. How are they going to fold it? It always amazes me how they... Oh, we got the we got the jets, the flyby. Do you remember when they did that at the Eskimos game that we went to on the party deck? Yeah, I felt like my lungs were boiling from the inside. It was so loud. I was like, "Jeez, give me some warning." Yeah, (laughs) I do remember the coolest thing I've ever seen with military flyby though was at the Heritage Classic in two thousand and three, and the the like the cargo plane like almost like kind of like stalled over Commonwealth, and then it was so cool. It was amazing. Oh my god. Um, Okay, back to the Penguins, because now it's a T-Mobile commercial. <laughs> we should give running commentary on TV all the time when we do this. Yeah, um, it's really interesting. The, uh, this That's going to be the most boring, like, three minutes that we've ever done. Um, I loved it. <laughs> the Penguins this morning, this is their statement. Um, there's a picture of them from last season uh, with Obama. Okay, wait. Did Dave Lozo tweet this? <laughs> Did you check? No, this is from the Pittsburgh Penguins website on NHL.com. Got it. Got it. Um, I would love to see Lozo's version, though. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins respect the institution of the Office of President and the long tradition of championship teams visiting the White House. We attended White House ceremonies after previous championships, touring the historic bu- building, and visiting briefly with Presidents George H.W. Bush and Barack Obama, and have accepted an invitation to attend again this year. Any agreement or disagreement with the president's politics, policies, or agenda can be expressed in other ways. However, we very much respect the rights of other individuals and groups to express themselves as they see fit. The part about that statement that I don't like is the other individuals and groups. Yes. Because when the Bruins won the Stanley Cup in 2011, Tim Thomas didn't go. Oh, Timmy boy. Um... You, I, w- I wish, I hope that Tim Thomas like signs a one day contract with the Penguins to like be able to go to the White House because you know he would. Um, oh, and just high five Cheeto face for <laughs> sure. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, 
And so, um, that's loaded the other, vocabulary. The other that's bit is because what happens is one of them doesn't want to go. And to say that you can dissent in other ways, in just not other in ways, this way, just now. I like again, you're employees. Like you don't have to do anything political that you're like. That's so not legal. <laughs> that's yeah, so not yeah. legal, right? Absolutely. I know. I know. And just the idea that, like, other people, so, like, if you do something while we're participating in this team event, you're going to get in trouble is sort of the, the, implication. the implication there. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many guys are going to be sick that day, if anyone would be sick that day. I don't know. Well, I know some, I forget which NBA player said it, but they said, like, regardless of, you know, your feelings on him, this is your one chance to speak to him face to face. It's like, okay, I get that, but guess what? He's not receptive to anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not going to be productive. No. What he clearly responds to is public forms of protest. Yeah. Yeah. So engaging with him one-on-one yeah. in, you know, a logical sparring discourse. Like, what I feel they should do, and uh, someone said this about the Warriors, is they should go to Obama's house in Washington and take a picture with him instead. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, or like, I don't know, the Lincoln Memorial. Just, you know, do your do your team photo there instead. Yeah. Because um, I feel yeah. like that would be a little bit more poignant than going to the White House. But, like, the NHL has its... They have their, like, policies and that fucking principles thing that came out however long ago. And I was like, wow, it's been three weeks. Good job, guys. <laughs> Hockey's for everybody, hey? Cool. Not. Cool story, bro. Because it's not. Well, I wonder how... Like, that's what I mean about it, it being so international in hockey. I wonder what the Europeans feel about this. Well, I think Alex Ovechkin is, like pretty much okay with it because he's like yeah, he's the, not a penguin he's, but he's also like the biggest Putin stand there is so like yeah he'd probably be just fine with it um but what about Evgeny I don't know I think the Russians are, are tough because like I really liked Pavel Datsuk until I found out he was just a raging homophobe and I was like oh that's oh, a very oh really yeah sorry about that just <laughs> 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 ruined your Sunday oh. morning I apologize <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was real bad oh yeah. boy yeah um, yeah, the Russians, I find it's, it, like, we joke a lot about how in hockey coverage they talk about the Russians as being enigmatic, but I think it's very true. Yeah. In a lot of ways, and I think so much of it is just cultural that we don't understand, right? Um, but, like, some of, like, the, I don't know, like, guys from Sweden or Norway or, you know, like, you know, Danish players or French players or, like, mm-hmm. I wonder what they look at this and yeah. sort of feel, you know? Or, or Canadian guys playing in the States. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I wonder, like, I'm just curious to know, like, what they feel like about all of this because like when we were when we were traveling right we were talking like to your brother mm-hmm. and, and sister-in-law about like how life has changed for them I'm like well it hasn't really we just watched the news less was sort yeah. of there and I mean maybe that's the best I don't know if that's the best way to go like what do you do with that but yeah, it'll be interesting to see sort of how this how this takes shape because the, the leagues all have a really large platform I mean of the four big leagues in North America the NHL has the smallest platform because people in the states don't care about it yeah. the same way they care about other ones but the other three leagues have a, a really interesting opportunity in front of them right now mm-hmm. to do something meaningful and you know and, and I don't think that's something that basketball shies away from like, not they at have all. a very encouraging commissioner mm-hmm. who stands for like they moved to the any the all-star game away from Charlotte because mm-hmm. of the trans bathroom ban, right? Like yeah. they, they've got principles at yeah. least. And whereas the NHL is just sort of like, well, we can't upset our white fan base, which is like admittedly 
a lot of their fan base, right? And that's part of it. Um, but that's no, I know, bullshit. but that's part of their that's part of their thing, right? Bullshit. I agree. But they, those other three leagues have a really interesting opportunity right now um, to to do something meaningful and useful. And something that would be really great uh, is that if in the NFL, if people were like, "Hey, by the way, we should probably change the name of the Redskins to not and the Chiefs." And then in baseball, like the Indians yeah. and the Braves, we should probably yeah. get rid of those. And the Blackhawks, probably. Actually, mm-hmm. I saw a redesign of that logo that turned the face into a bird. I saw that too. And I was like, fucking done. Keep it Blackhawks oh, then. Super it's cool. It's gorgeous. And it kept all the same cool. colors yeah, and like yeah. the plumage and the feather. Yes. Everything is the same, but it's a bird instead of a person. Be. That's what it Super should cool. be. Um, but they have a really interesting opportunity right now to like do something. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the NBA is probably going to lead the way. And it's fascinating to me that the NFL is like, the second one because well, the nfl is notoriously like not progressive about anything well the nba's players union is led by people like chris paul and yeah. Dwayne wade and lebron and carmelo anthony all of them are very overtly political right yeah. and i think that's what makes it different you have to have yeah. a pa that is united and what, there's very much is like look at um like lebron last year when he like came out on stage with hillary yeah Mm. And the reasons that he gave for that, right? Whereas, like, where was anybody else? Yeah. Except for Rex Ryan, who used to coach um, in the NFL. He came out this morning and just says he's really, he's pissed off about the things that Trump has been saying. And, like, good. I'm glad that he is. But, like, Jesus Christ, Rex. There's shitty shit before. Like, he's been saying... just upset now. Yeah, Yeah, he's just upset now because it's affecting his livelihood. Mm -hmm. Right. And until now, none of this affected, you know... And maybe he's upset because he has to talk about it. I don't know. But, like, good on you for being upset. But, like, where the fuck have you been for the last... Exactly. Because now it affects... 25 him. years. Uh, um, anyway. Okay, well, this is uh, an interesting question, then. Who do you think would be the first NHL player to do something like Neil? JT Brown. Probably. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, it has to be an American. I th- Well, yeah. Right? Like, true. it can't be... It can't... It just... It doesn't have the same... So it, has to be, it would have to be an American, and for obvious reasons, right? Um, but I think somebody like JT Brown, Dustin Bufflin, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Wheeler. I Blake mean, he Wheeler, at least yeah. came out yesterday and said something. But he's on Winnipeg. Yeah, but they play, they play the American national anthem at Winnipeg games when they're playing an American team. Yeah. He could very quietly be seated for that. Or just be in the locker room. Or be in the locker room and not out for that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Somebody asked the question, though, this morning, then, if, like, say, Ethan Bear makes the Oilers roster at some point in time, and he made a choice to um, not stand for the Canadian anthem. Yeah. And the things that that represents. What would the reaction be? And I know here in Edmonton, the reaction would not be great. Because you remember when yeah. Haley Wickenheiser retired, and they had that little message from Justin Trudeau on the Jumbotron, and people booed the Justin Trudeau message when he was, like congratulating arguably the best hockey player who's ever played the game um, on a great career and they were booing him because they don't like him and had nothing to do with politics and it was specifically about hockey and Haley Wickenheim and how great she is. Yeah. So like I feel like if that were to happen here people would lose their minds. Uh, We live in such a special place. We really do. But they would be wrong. That's what matters. (laughs) Of course they would be wrong but we live in the yeah it's such a weird place like we can't get our shit together. No. Um, but it would be interesting to me to see, like, what the reaction would be. But that's why I have so much hope for the younger generation. Because they kind of get it. They do. And they're so much more compassionate and aware of these things. Like, mm-hmm. I had my kids 
I had them pick at the start of the year some classes, like six articles, and they had to make a found poem out of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. And two were opinion pieces. One was on um, body image. One was on toxic masculinity. And then I had one on, like, um, environmental issues, which was, like, a news kind of press release. One was on depression, like, and two other ones that were very factual. One was, like, or no, one was a personal essay about a woman having trouble with parents trying to understand what it's like to be a coach. And then the other one was this woman who had um, joined a, a Muay Thai boxing club and, like, why she did that and what, like, resiliency meant to her. So there's, like, they could pick any of mm-hmm. those. And a lot of the guys chose the women's body image one. And they read it and, like, internalized it and had some really interesting things to say about how they didn't understand what it's like to have pressure Mm. like that to look a certain way and to not look that way is to be perceived as other and they they're 15 year old boys and they got it and they chose that one yeah it was offered there was six other ones that they could look at and i thought they'd choose the boxing one i thought they'd choose the coaching one but they didn't so i have so much like faith in the younger generation to figure this shit out mm-hmm. yeah because we're so mm-hmm. entrenched especially yeah. like even my parents are so entrenched in prejudices and stereotypes because yeah. they yeah. just never had any interaction with non-white people yeah it's mm-hmm. bizarre i'd say my students are the same in that they like they get stuff like in social studies last year my grade fives are like you know we're talking about first nations and reconciliation and residential schools or whatever and they like they get it and they're they just yeah I have they had such insightful things to say and made such great observations and and good comments and I was just and like they want to they want to do something about it you know and yeah and uh yeah so you're right like I think the as, as long as they're educated and whatever they're gonna they could do great things they could for sure they really I, I went for a dinner with my parents the other night we were talking about teaching and curriculum and we got on the fucking David Staples train for a while um but my dad asked me he's like well see I know you don't agree with what he says he's like what would you in terms of curriculum and stuff he's like what would you change and I said honestly like I think we still need in social studies especially like we need a foundation of knowledge for certain things like you can't just teach themes and ideas without facts right it's like but I said my goal at the end of whatever it is that I'm teaching especially in social I don't really care if my kids don't remember that when they stormed the Bastille, there were only, like, seven prisoners inside. Like, it's mm-hmm. the, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care if they don't remember how many people died in the Holocaust. Yeah. It, those, the facts aren't actually the important part. Yeah. Right? What I, what matters to me is that at the end of that course, that, like, they learn how to think a little bit more critically about things that they read and things that they see, and that they have the ability to communicate eloquently and thoughtfully, um from an informed position that's what i want them to be able to do and the content that we teach them gives them the framework i think to do so yeah because you say okay compare this to this and then yeah explain yeah but the specific content isn't as important as those critical thinking skills that they gain for sure and and Mm -hmm. the thing that so we were talking again about like what you know what i like about teaching and stuff and i was like some days nothing um (laughs) yeah but i was talking about the things that i remember from like earlier years of my teaching career and one of the best things that ever happened in my teaching career um i was teaching grade 12 social and my kids wanted to do a secret santa at christmas time and i was like okay 
cool. So they're like, okay, we'll set a $5 limit and whatever. And there were some kids that didn't want to participate. A couple of them didn't celebrate Christmas and they didn't really want to do the gift giving thing. And I was like, that's cool. Sure, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, but alternatively, here's a proposition. You guys can decide if you like this idea or not. I said, what if instead of Secret Santa, we research and find a charity that um, we could donate that same $5 a person to? And then the couple kids that didn't want to do the Secret Santa, they were like, yeah, that's okay. That sounds fine. So we did some research and we, you know, and I said, okay, you've got a week to find some charities and let's figure out what we're going to do. We'll vote on it as a class. We'll do it democratically, whatever. Um, we ended up giving our money to Plan Canada, mm. um, which was good because what they, one of the things that they do at Christmas time is you can buy like um, books and classroom supplies for schools in uh, mostly in Africa and, and in Southeast Asia where, where they have schools that they're supporting. Um, and so I had 32 or 33 kids and at five bucks a kid, I was like, that's a reasonable donation. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, by the end of it all, I had like $800 from my oh kids. Oh my God. Um, and then I kicked in a little bit. So I think we ended up donating like close to 900 bucks and we had enough money that we were able to buy a library for a school. And then for like the three or four days that we were doing that, the library donations were match donations. So other agencies would then like kick in and buy another one. So we did that, and then we did something. I can't remember what the other thing we did was. So instead of a $5 Secret Santa gift, my kids brought in, like, 800 bucks from 30 kids or whatever. And one kid brought in, like, his whole paycheck. Oh, and I was wow. just, and to me, that was, like, way more meaningful than a Secret Santa oh, gift yeah. exchange or whatever. And I had really nothing to do with it. I was just, I, I gave them the idea, and I was like, you guys decide. And in reading what the charities and organizations were doing and the things that they would provide, they were like, you know what, my money would be better spent. And we, that's why we decided on Plan Canada because some of their stuff was match donations all the time. So right. they were like, oh, my five bucks could be 10 bucks. Yeah. And then they're like, but I could just bring in 10 bucks then it's 20. And that's yeah. kind of how that <laughs> happened. And so that that was like the best thing that's happened in my teaching career. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, and those kids now are like 23, 24-ish, sort of in that range. And so like there, there's that age group that's getting it too yeah right so yeah. it's like us and younger and hopefully we'll just kind of keep that going but i think staples will argue as you're teaching that's like a leftist thing that happened in the classroom I, well you know of course I mean? it's a leftist thing but i was literally and if they had decided as a group that they wanted to do the secret santa we would have done the secret yeah. santa yeah. because we voted on it yeah like it was a democratic decision and it was overwhelmingly Mm-hmm. A decision for the charity thing, and I think one kid just didn't vote. He's like, I don't care, and everyone yeah. was like, Yeah, let's do the charity. Okay, so let's find. And then, and then we chose the charity through a democratic process. Like there yeah. was absolutely there yeah. was no rigging of anything in there. Um, but yes, he would argue that he was teaching socialist ideals because well, we wanted to help other people at Christmas time. <laughs> like, oh, so terrible. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Jesus also would have been a socialist. I'm just I don't know a lot about that but I'm pretty sure he would have been if he was in 2017 he would own like a microbrewery he would give 70% of his earnings to charity yeah and and then like the other 30% would be like for his like basic basic (laughs) yeah basic expenses he'd be he'd wear the same pair of Birkenstocks for 19 years And then finally they would just disintegrate and he yeah. would have had, he'd have to get a new pair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like I have a, I have a button that I got when we were in Seattle a number of years ago and it was just like, and it's like something about it was like as if Jesus would ever own a gun or vote Republican. Um, oh, like, yeah. right. 
Because he hung out with, like, the hookers and the lepers. Yeah. Like, he was, he was very much. Jesus knew how to party. <laughs> JC could get down. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. How did we get here? I have no idea. We were talking about, like, te- we were talking about our kids. The and, like, next generation understanding. Oh, and now, now we're talking, Jesus is fucking sucks. <laughs> Sunday morning, I have a party. I have a magnet that says, more wine, anyone? Jesus. I have a magnet with Jesus dressed like a goaltender, and it says, Jesus saves. And it's up in my classroom, and it's amazing. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's how we got here. Because Those magnets came together in the same pack. They sure did. <laughs> um, because the kids are all right. That's, I think, what we're what yes. we're getting at. Which is good. And maybe maybe kids who grow up like as sports fans or whatever see some of this stuff and are like, you know what? There's, you know, this is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they'll start to, like, you know, be a little bit more vocal in their, um... <gasps> Ooh, I just had an idea. Uh-oh. No, it's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> it's a good teaching idea. Oh, oh, I see. What if I use this to begin Mockingbird? Yes. Look at you go. Do it. Do it. I'm so proud of myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use it talking about, like, civic nationalism. Yeah, that's good. Because why not? I'm mostly proud because it's September 24th and I'm like already out of ideas. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime you get a little inspiration, you're like, yes. I know. Thursday Thank night God. I was up really late because I was like teaching some writing stuff on Friday morning and I had it all planned out. And then I was doing something here and I was like, hold on. What if? And then I was up until like 1.30 redoing this lesson. Because it worked. it worked better, but it was just, yeah, the, the thought struck me at, like, quarter to 12. <laughs> I was like, of course if? it did. Of course, <laughs> of yeah. Course it did. Of course. It's better than, than, like, two minutes before class starts, and you look at all your shit, and you're like, oh, God, this isn't going to work at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's that happens a lot as well. Uh, <laughs> that is, yes. That was a very common occurrence <laughs> in my life. Oh. Um, do we have any more? Uh, no, no more sporty things. Let's talk about Outlander. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so ready. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Megan had some problems I last I did time. have some problems. Here's what it says on our schedule. <laughs> I'll read it out loud because it might as well. Because we have our thematic thing. So the first one was sports, which was like decidedly not hockey for the most part good job no. um and then and no Aaron Judge no Aaron Judge although people are texting me pictures of Aaron Judge because they're at the baseball game in Toronto right now so <gasps> jealous very mm. jealous um thematic thing outlander update in brackets from Kelsey buns because there was lots lots of bare buns but it's and not just buns it's, it's buns <laughs> it is and then uh, and then my addition was and Jamie is a predator but not the bad kind the kind you want chasing after you <laughs> So I right. So I watch it like uh, at, on air uh, on whatever channel it's on, and Kelsey's using like my TV app to watch it. So she's about a minute ish behind. behind. So I can't say anything, which is so weird because it starts out yeah. on time, and then by the end of the episode, I'm like five minutes behind, yeah. and you're texting me things. I'm like, That's I haven't weird. seen Ian yet. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, oh. And so, so I, when this scene happened, I was like, God, I can't wait till she says something. <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't want to wreck it for you. But anyway, oh. Outlander. It's good. And then before I watched the episode, she showed me, like, gifts. That uh, yeah, I was scene. like, I this was is like, the best oh my God. Thing you didn't get to watch it live? No. Oh, no. I watched it on Tuesday, Tuesday night. Yeah, two days later. Um, you found I... gift sets of it already? No, oh, the internet has everything. That's true. 
<laughs> like everything. Where would you like to start, Reva? We'll Where would I like to start? Yeah. How are you feeling so far with this adaptation of, of book three? Of into... book three, I'm liking it quite a lot. I'm like the first episode. I was like, oh, this is solid. Like I really liked how they were setting everything up. It was really good. And then this second episode, I was like, oh my god, like. And then I was afterwards, I was texting Megan, and I was like, wait a minute, does that mean, like, and I was trying to figure out the timeline of, like, how things come, yeah. are coming next. I'm like, how are they going to do it? And, like, when does this happen? And when? And I couldn't remember the order of things and whatever. And I'm texting her, and she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine, I'll just wait and watch and remember. I'm like, it's been years since I read the book. Because we were so trying like, to decide, we were trying but, to remember how long he's in prison. It's like seven years. It's quite a long but time. But is he in prison more than once now from this point? Because he's in prison like after, because they take him. Oh yeah, spoilers, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just in case you hadn't figured that one out. No, well, book, like... book came out many, many yeah, years it, well, ago. Yeah, no, exactly. So sorry. But I'm just, no, just but saying, yeah. spoilers Yeah, like... You mean like when? Because after because he, he gets now, taken, right? He gets taken he gets at the taken. end of this episode, yes. end, end of episode two, or whatever, right? And so then he's yeah. taken, and doesn't go to prison there. But then like that's where he meets John Gray. Yeah, yeah. But then he's essentially sold as like an indentured slave. Yeah, and then does he go to prison again after that? No, that's or is he just because uh, I was trying to I no don't know. something happens because he does try and escape while he's yes. in prison. Yes. And then it goes back, but like he goes back, and then he's sold to the family and has that situation with that yeah woman. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away. Fucking hate but it. Then... <laughs> I remember reading it and I was just so oh, angry so... about it. I'm so angry at hit. Like I cannot. I hope that episode comes up because we're gonna like scream about it. And then when in the first season, when in the TV, I was just like. Mm. Yeah, everything just made me so mad. So when that's what I don't quite remember is from that point, how does he get to a Malcolm printer? I don't. I yeah, I don't remember either because like, and when does he meet like that? You know, Mr. Willoughby. <laughs> oh, I hate Mr. Willoughby. Oh, but, like, I know I, he's not going to be in the show. Though. No, no, no. They no. didn't cast him. I don't think. Oh, good. Yeah, because yeah, that was like some racist it's, bullshit. It's like, well, right? It's totally racist, but it's also and like also, dry. Like, I just like I didn't like that part. No. It was disgusting. One of my favorite parts of what was coming is because he like lives in a brothel, and Claire just like is just just strolls. But, on she, but she just like but then, but then when they have that conversation and she's like quite concerned about like why he's so familiar with yes. all of these people in this brothel I love yeah. it oh it's gonna be so good I can't wait so the preview that I saw for this week and I texted Kelsey and I was like I hope it's like it's a lie though it probably is but last but, time... they, but they showed more than they showed in like the season sort of okay. like trailer and it was like the bell above the door in the print shop when she already in episode three. There's no way though we but looked no, at the titles of the episode. Things that I know, but that was that's what I saw at the end of last week's episode. Uh, that's what they showed, and I no was like, oh. no, I don't think it's <laughs> no, I don't think so either. I don't think so because we looked at the no. episode titles, oh and episode six was titled A Malcolm. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's that'll the be one. it. Oh my god, that's, that's so hungry. Uh, I know, but last time after the first, I can't believe it's only the second episode. That we've seen so, so much has happened already. I know because after and they've the done f- it really well. It's so good. After the first episode, they showed him on the cliff, seeing the island, like in his like prison garb. So yeah. I assumed last episode would cut to him like oh, being taken. So they're showing stuff from episodes, yeah. future episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I remembered that the beard that he has shouldn't have been as natty as it was in the show because I'm didn't he go to the house like once a month to shave? Yeah. That beard that he had, that was way more than a month. 
It was disgusting. It was, it was yeah. terrible. It was a little like because he can grow a beard, as we discovered last week while Kelsey Googles while we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, he can grow a beard, and so they should have just let him grow his natty beard for a month, and then film just to show it like one time and film all of those scenes at the start. Maybe. At the start with yeah. him with the beard, yeah, and then yeah. just be done with it. But they've got that terrible beard budget. They <laughs> really do. But of all of the men on the show so far who have had beards, his is 100% the worst. Yeah. Like, his natural beard is the worst, too. Because yeah. if you look at, like, all of the rest of them had great beards. Right. Yeah. Very thick, very Scottish. doesn't. It's just yeah. so unfortunate. It super is. Because, like, everything else is great. Well, even when they showed him and he's got the dun bonnet on and... The whole point of the bonnet was to hide his hair. And then he goes, like, wings sticking out. No, he had long, he had hair longer than mine. It was like... Yeah, like, you think he would have kept it cut shorter yes. so that the hat actually would have covered his hair. Exactly. Or, and, or maybe on the show, if they'd have, like, I don't know, read the book, they would have figured Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, while. isn't, like, Danica Baldwin sitting in the back somewhere going, like, hello, this I, is I kind of feel sometimes right? like they don't read the books. Like, some of the stuff that they've just... The choices that they make, I'm like, mm, there's a book. Well, the there was an episode that Diana wrote last season, and I was like, oh, this is, like, the worst one of the season. It wasn't good. Yeah, but writing a novel and storytelling for TV, I think, are very different things. Yeah, very too, different. Right? They are, yeah. but even so, it was she like... She doesn't need to write it. She's just, you know, like, she's yeah. there to be like, whoa, okay, that's, like, really wrong. Kind of like when, in Harry Potter, I read somewhere, they were gonna kill off, um, they were gonna kill off Dobby in, like, the fifth movie. And Dobby's not even in the fifth movie. Or, or I don't know. The, some, somebody was going to die. and was going to die earlier than yeah, he was and supposed to. Yeah, and J.K. Rowling was like, mm, probably shouldn't do that. Oh. Yeah. And, and they were like, can you tell us why? She's like, no, but don't do that. And they were like, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the difference in these books is like there's... They're all there, right? They're so all there, so it's not like they can... Not yeah. the, some that haven't been written yet, like yeah. it was with Harry Potter, right? But yeah. Like, but I mean, the yeah. whole thing about like the time jump will be really interesting, because like they, they cut off Fergus's hand in this last one, which was... <sighs> Visceral. It was oh, brutal. brutal! I texted Megan like my face afterwards, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it was disgusting." Yeah, it really. And then, and then, like the pan down to like the, the hand. Unnecessary. Oh, I, know. I was like, "Oh my god!" Unnecessary. But I forgot. I mean, you forget too that like when they do the time jump, right? How whatever they show, like. By the time we get back to Edinburgh, when when Claire comes back, like Fergus is like Fergus in his is going to be full grown. I know. So I was like, all of a sudden, because I was sitting there watching that, and I was like, oh, the next time we see him, it's going to be a different guy playing him. Oh, and, <laughs> and I was like, I was so like, that cute. kid is so good. I'm like, and I was, oh. he, he looks even so much older. Now. Yeah, he so does. Right, he's like grown up totally uh, since last season. Yeah, um, but I'm yeah, ready to let him go. He's very good. Oh well. We have to let him go. And when he's like, I'm a man of leisure now. Yeah. Oh, I know. That was perfect. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, episode two was real good. It really was. It was really so good. good. Well, and the first one, too, was so good. I just. And the yeah. woman who plays Jenny, I can't remember her name. She's phenomenal. She's amazing. Like when I've the red, when the so. when the red coats come in and like you know and and, and Jamie's like got when the baby, and oh, it's terrible. Like they oh, did that at the so end well. when they take him away and she's screaming at him and I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> and everything that she says, like you forced me to do oh, this, yeah. it's just like God, like that's it a little bit conversation. Like, holy yeah. Cow. And oh. so like and I, she ain't lying. No, she ain't lying. No, and I love no. those books so much that like. 
I was always, and you know this, like, I was so, I was like, oh, God, they can never make this into a movie. It's going to be so bad. No, I know. And I remember having that conversation with you to be like, if they ever do it, they have to do, like, a miniseries at, at the least. minimum, right? And then yeah. when we were like, they're going to make a show, we're like, yes, and it was on the right network, so it was going to be the right, like, rating. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> tits and buns. <laughs> Give me those tits and buns. <laughs> Although, speaking uh, of Jenny, I, there's something coming up this season that I do not like that she does. Oh, That yeah. she does? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. With Lahiri. Yeah. When Claire and comes back. Lahiri. What does she do with I don't remember. I vaguely. Mm, I'll sure, think about it. Say, yeah. I don't think about it. <laughs> you can say it if you want. Yeah, say it, say it, say it. Remember when Claire comes back. Yeah. And Jamie brings her back to. Yeah. What the fuck's it called? Brock Turk. Yeah. Yeah. And Jenny sends one of the girls to go to go get Leary. Leary. Yeah, and that's right. Shoots Jamie. <laughs> oh, I hated that. Yeah, Leary. yeah. I know. <laughs> She's the worst. In the first, in the first season, when the girls, I was like, I hate you already. It's not your fault. But, but I just hate you people, so much. Jenny of all people should know what Claire means to Jamie. Yeah, but she's upset because yeah. she's upset so that she Claire's that gone she and now she's come and back. She's and back I and, get that. Uh, you know, she's being yeah. trying to be protective of her brother. But it's yeah. still fucking because of course Jenny doesn't know. She doesn't know the details. She doesn't understand the details. What's happening? I know oh, it, sucks. it sucks, but but the casting. Oh, Jenny, she's amazing. Yeah, she's she's amazing. so good. From the very first shot of her, like the very first time she opens her mouth or whatever, I'm just like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yeah, she's right. she's wonderful. She's so good. Yeah. Just taking Jamie down yeah. every opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did not on his bullshit. And they did a nice job like aging Ian. Yeah. Um, subtly. Very subtly, yeah. like because it's been a number of years, yeah, right? Because how long? Like seven years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and just a little bit of gray and, and yeah. same, you know, so like just kind of aging sad totally. and like older kids obviously yeah. now they like recast the kids and stuff. Um, and like, then Ian was born, baby Ian. <laughs> So excited for young Ian. So excited for <laughs> So Ian. is she. I love Ian Murray. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you have no idea. <laughs> Why? Like, oh later, like, after he's like, oh my god. Once he gets the face tattoo, once he gets, she's all Once he's in. back from, yeah, the yeah. living with the, the, oh, it's good. I like him a lot. She like, really so does. much. Like, in the last two books or whatever, just like, yeah. Okay, I so haven't read good. the last two. I haven't read the last two. I stopped at four. Oh. That's a good place oh, to stop. Oh, yeah. No, because after four. That's a good place to stop. No, because it's definitely after four yeah. that I start. Five is really when five is when he Ian gets Murray. the dog, isn't it? Isn't Maybe. that five where he gets Rolo? No. No, no Rolo's sure. around before. Rolo's in four. Okay. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Because I know who But, um, no, it's after that. Yeah. When he, yeah. But yeah, so like I feel with the show, they have a couple choices. I feel like four is a really good place to stop. Yeah, story. I do too. Because because they lot... could have stopped after book four, and it would have been fine. It would have been fine. I would have so been satisfied good. and happy with the story the way yeah. it was. Yeah. But then, and I mean, whatever. But like, so the, do they just go on in perpetuity? Because the problem with this, Reva and I are both sort of semi fans of The Walking Dead, but I just want this fucking show to be over already. Because Walking Dead has gone on too long. It's gone on too long, yeah. and I want. I worry that Outlander's gonna have the same thing if they decide to like tell the whole story. But I don't think they can because they would have to, especially for four. Doesn't it cut them like everyone's age significantly? Like there's yeah. a, there's a, four is so long. Well, but that's by this one too. Like even the third one, like when, when there's when, been twenty when, years when, or yeah, so, when right? Claire like, comes they, back. 
Brianna's like 20, 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the moon landing happened, she's like 21. Yeah. And then that happens in the fourth book. So, like, there's not. The aging, yeah, the so aging is not as a much, lot Not as much time yeah. passes um, between the third and the fourth books. Oh, God, it's so good. Yeah. It is, but I'm, I'm thinking about, like, the casting of Claire and Jamie themselves. Well, like, they're early 30s right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, if you've seen some of the photos, like, the photo shoot that I they did for her or whatever, Claire's... right, where she's got, like, the gray in her yeah, hair. Yeah, her stuff. 60s makeup. Like, yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, I everything. think, like, they'll be able to age them to a point. But but you're right. Like, I think the getting to the later books, I'm like, okay, now they're, like, supposed to be in their 50s, and then there's getting it, you yeah. know, like, I'm like, hmm. And yeah. there's always that contrast in the books that Claire brings up about how Jenny has aged so much harshly. Yes, more than... Compared to yes, Claire has. Compared to her, yeah. She's pumped out 27 children. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and isn't living, like, with the same... Because, like, you know, as Claire is always making sure they're having... They have their vitamins, and they have their... You know, like, yeah. they make yeah. sure she, they're eating the right stuff, and that they're taking care of themselves. Yeah. Because she knows, right? But, like, yeah. No, I just... I'm... I, I wonder what they're going to do, if they're going to stop. Because if it was my choice, I would stop. I would stop, stop after four, too. I think they or should. Or make a concerted decision to, like, instead of telling the story of, like, a novel per season, maybe make the seasons a little bit longer and do, like, two. Yeah. Because you could. There's a lot of extraneous shit in, oh, in five and Ooh. six and seven yes, and yeah, eight very and true. probably they nine. Probably, like, oh, probably nine. <laughs> maybe I have read five. Is five the one where... Jamie's involved with like the rebellion group. Yeah, I think that starts. What are they the... called? They're not. I always want to call them like the irregulars, but that's not it. That's a Sherlock Holmes thing. <laughs> I think that might be regulators. Five. Regulators. Yes, regulators. that's five. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so I read five, and even that, I was like, this is. I mean, if you know what happens to Roger, they shave his head. No. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that in the that's fifth? In that's five. in the fifth, fifth one. one. Yeah. Okay, so I have read and five. You put a thing in there. Yes, I yeah. have read yes, that. Yes, you read that. <laughs> That's what I'm like, if you haven't read it, I don't want to say what it yeah. is. Yeah, no, I read that. But, yeah. well, I don't care okay. what's going on. I'm like, I'll spoil it for the people on the internet, but I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that. We have our priorities straight. <laughs> um, yeah, I, no, I don't know. It's good. It's so good, though. And it's nice to have, like, good TV to look forward to. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, Every Sunday, like, 10 p.m., I'm just like, yes ready for it yeah it's so 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 good well and because you reminded me that you could watch it on your tv app i was like oh man that means i could watch it too you could so you yeah. should and then we could <laughs> just group text do you have an iphone yeah yes <laughs> but you guys have to wait like two minutes because mine will be slow well, she'll be watching it she'll be watching her she'll be streaming because yeah we're both gonna both sign into yours well you have the i have it on her i already have it signed in on my ipad yeah so it should probably be okay i don't think Shaw actually cares they have no idea how many people live in this house yeah. They don't know, right? That's true. I've given out my shop password <laughs> to so many people who, like, live elsewhere for hockey purposes. Like, Matt Burns has it. With that same password? Same password, <laughs> which is amazing. Well, it's like Netflix. Netflix doesn't care either. No. Because, That's like, true. when I was, when Shauna was in Ireland, and I have, I have an account on her Netflix, and she was in Ireland, and I was here, and, like, yeah. we both signed in to Netflix. Oh, yeah, when I, was in, when I was like, in Ireland, and Aaron and my friend Catherine were watching my Netflix, 
Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, but yeah, it just my, bumps you up to the more expensive price. My, <laughs> how many screens you're using? My my I'll pay that twelve ninety nine. I guess. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> my shop house. Yeah, my shop house. I'm pretty sure like twenty people have it. Like I don't even care. And lots of it is for hockey. Like because a friend of mine lives up in Whitehorse, and so usually what they get is the Sportsnet BC. so they don't necessarily get the Oilers Um, and then Matt Burns depending on what's happening sometimes there's like if Calgary's also playing they'll get the Flames down there and we'll have the Oilers up here the Oilers will be on like that Sportsnet 1 or whatever that's like higher up in the channels and they don't get it in Calgary so yeah like so many people have it I don't care and it is that same password which I'm not gonna tell you what it is but (laughs) on the internet but (laughs) I mean it's real if if you know me it wouldn't be that hard to figure (laughs) out Like, not even a little bit. It makes me laugh every time I type it in. Just, like, always on brand. It's also my, like... I don't even remember what it is, because I just logged in once, and it just saved On the iPad, yeah. Yeah. It's also my, like, rotor password for here. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's great. That's great. Anyway. Um... Oh yeah, you want to talk about some things that I don't know anything about. <laughs> it's not fine. that interesting though. No, but to you. no, talk about your Peaky Blinders. I'm, I'm talking about. I don't care. <laughs> I was dying to talk to you over the summer. Yeah, I was watching Peaky Blinders, yeah. and we had a conversation before we started recording about how I was sold as soon as Killian Murphy strolled in on that fucking horse bareback. <laughs> was that in the very first yeah. scene? Right? Yes. <laughs> is that the very first it's episode? It's the very first episode. Was, very yeah. First, very so first what episode, you're first so scene. what you're saying is that you are very easily bought. <laughs> oh no, but no, the, Megan, with you the gotta music, see it. With the, you just have to watch it because, like, the music and the everything, and it's just like, I don't like it to. was a really like powerful beginning because they use modern your music, yes, like modern, like, punk, oh, you would like, yeah, that. like music. popular, like, current music. You would like that because I know how much you love the Gatsby soundtrack, which I'm like, Meh. I think the Gatsby just soundtrack just fits very tonally with yeah. it. But with this like show, like, it's very, yeah, like, so they'll play, like, this modern stuff while they're, like, beating the shit out of whoever. And, in 1921. In 1920. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's good. It works. And it's like, some of them are similar to, like, Dropkick Murphy's, like, oh, nice. gonna punch you in the fucking face because we're Irish situation. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's real good. Yeah. I'll get around to it one of these days. Really, I just keep rewatching The Office, so it doesn't really matter. Like, I just... It's really good. I think you'd like it. It's good, especially the end of season two. Do you remember the end of season two? Do I remember the end of season two? Like I said, Where I he's... watched it all in one row, so I don't really differentiate. Okay, the so spoilers for Peaky Blinders, but everyone should watch it. It's when he gets taken by the three guys who are working for... <gasps> yes to the open grave yes and we're i was like holy fuck he's gonna die i know they're gonna kill him and then he has that monologue where he's like i had the girl i had the job i almost had fucking everything and it's just <laughs> him in a field just getting ready to die Killy murphy is oh, incredible so, on the show he's so good oh so good definitely the best like i the role I've ever seen him in. Yeah. Like, oh, for he's sure. So good. And he's so good in everything. Too. Yes. And this is just like, wow. Yeah. So good. He is really good, though. Yeah. Like, he's, he's amazing. I mean, he was super good in um, Dunkirk, and he said, like, oh, yeah. Did, like, no words. <laughs> yeah. No, just... totally, right? Like, he's so good. Or but... what's that movie that he's in with um, Rachel McAdams, where he's like the serial killer on the plane? He is fucking terrifying. Oh, I don't think Rachel I've seen McAdams? That. I think it's Rachel McAdams. I'm pretty sure. Red Eye? Is it called Red Eye? I feel like that's Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. He is fucking terrifying in that. He's oh, so, I believe it. Have you yeah. seen the trailer for his new movie where he's playing um, 
He's playing this guy who dresses up as a woman and pretends to be his own wife. And no one knows this in the town. (laughs) Yes, and no one knows this in the town because they never see both of them at the same time because she's always at home. And then something happens. I think like something like a train derails in their backyard and she's like injured and people finally see her. Yeah. And then it's like a thriller where he's at work and he gets a call and his secretary says, it's your wife, she's calling. And even he's like, what? Oh. what? Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh my god. Megan, can you find out the title of this movie? I'm sending a photo. Jesus. Oh, yes, I will. No, I'm good. I got it. Keep talking about Killian Murphy and I'll no. find it. But oh. I saw that and I was like, what? But he's, it's so funny because he pull, he's got such an interesting face yeah. that even when he's in like this wig, yeah. he's in a dress, like he does look very feminine too. Yeah. And then on Peaky Blinders, he's, he's a thin, small guy. Yes. And he looks huge. Yeah, he's got a big, big personality on that show. Yeah, right? and like, like a very very intimidating and, yeah. and whatever for being such a yeah such a, like a slim guy or whatever. Right? He's very um, yeah like oh, wow. yeah. Wikipedia just take a minute. Very intimidating. Hot here. This like, is like a new movie coming out. You'd be scared. You'd be like, oh my god, look at who it is, and you'd be like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they must have him in, like, when he's with the other characters. I feel like they must have him, like, on lifts or something. You think? I don't know how tall he is. I don't know. What did he like say? Is it, is it, like, one that's coming, coming out? out? Yeah. So the only thing that's coming out now um, that hasn't been released yet is... Um, it has, like, an innocuous title. Yeah, it's not... I'd check IMDb. Um, yeah, so no, this one is not... It's the, the delinquent season is the only thing that... No, that's not it. That's not it? Okay. I'll hmm. keep, keep talking. I'll find Are you on IMDb? No, I Because if you do, like, upcoming projects or whatever on IMDb, yeah, it'll show that'll tell what you. is coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I know they just started, they started filming season four in, like, June. Okay. So I don't think we'll see any of it till probably May again. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Yeah. Oh, well. But I don't know oh, how far they can the end of season it. three, too, I was just like... Oh man, it's yeah. The stakes are so high. What was your take on Tom Hardy? <laughs> um, <laughs> I pretty much like Tom Hardy in, in anything ever. Yeah. Um, his character on that show was interesting. Um, I couldn't understand a fucking word. He, that he was said. definitely hard to understand, and that's not the first role that he's played. No. Something hard to understand. I'm like, no. because sometimes he's so easy to understand, and then sometimes he'll just thicken up that accent, and I'm like, Tom, what the hell? I'm like, yeah. you can't understand a word you're saying. And you're right. In this one, he was, there were parts where definitely, I was like, what? Yeah. But I felt like it was almost like, like, that the characters on the show didn't understand what he was saying either. Don't you, like, you know, like it was, like it was intentional? Yeah. But he was I totally hard to agree. understand? I totally agree. And it was, um, it was, was a, he wearing a mask? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he wears masks lots, though. He was the, not on the show. Head yeah. of the Jewish mob in London. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, it would just be funny if he yeah. was. So his, that's what was weird to me is I couldn't quite understand the purpose of that accent because it was very cockney at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just I don't really know. bizarre. I can't find it. I don't see anything. I don't know what's happening here. I think it was. I mean, I like I said, I like Tom Hardy and anything he does. So it's kind of like I mean, when I saw, oh, that I know was, you do, <laughs> like a lot. But when I saw that he was well, going to be on the show or whatever, when he showed up, no, I think I knew that he was going to be the show up before he did. And then, uh, yeah, like I, I like that he was like the yeah the rival. 
top memory, box yeah. or whatever. And then right? they like, had the um, the Italian mob, which was really interesting too. Why is it not even on here? You're right. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. There's not, and there's nothing on. Oh, his... but you've seen a trailer for it. I've seen the trailer multiple times. Yeah, and there's nothing for. Um... Oh, that's weird. It's super weird. There's, and um, there's nothing on IMDb or. On Ellen Page is in it too. I'll check her page. It's so bizarre. Like, it, it looks like a very intense thriller. It sounds like Yeah. It. Well, and he would be, like, the right oh, totally. person to play that role. Yeah. He's, and, and, I mean, a part of it, like, he has that look, right? Like, yeah. where you're a little bit afraid that It's he, not even on hers, either. Might murder you. Yeah, totally. Guys, I did not imagine you, right? this. Which is why he was, why his casting on Peaky Blinders is, like, perfect, right? Because he's, like, yeah, like, he's so scary sometimes yes <laughs> and it's good and that's why i was like okay when i can't understand what he's saying usually what happened next didn't match what his intention was in that scene like i was like are they trying like to be purposeful? Tom Hardy? yeah i was are they trying to be purposeful about him you can't understand him and then you don't understand his methods like yeah i don't know i don't know I found the same thing with Tom Hardy, though, in, um, what was that one where he played the twins? A uh, legend. legend. Which was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, but it was the same thing. Like, I wonder if they cast him because he's got marbles in his mouth? Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because as the one brother, yeah, he was much harder to understand. Yeah. As the one, he was he, he was fine. But as the other brother, it was like... He's a really good He's he's amazing. I which when, is I'm like so I love him and everything that he's in. And it's not just because of the way that he looks. He's also like amazing. But like that's also but not also bad. a plus. <laughs> <Also> not terrible. <laughs> Big plus. Yeah. Um. But like I remember seeing um, in uh, what was it that he was in in uh, the Revenant, and yeah. I knew he was in it intuitively, but yes. I didn't recognize Tom Hardy. It took me a while to remember. Like holy fuck, that's Tom Hardy. I know he's he so, was so good. He in was that. so good in that movie. He's so he was, good at disappearing. Uh, hot take: He was way better than Leonardo like, DiCaprio. Like, oh yeah, oh, I know. Do you know why? Because so, like, he had to say words and not just grunt. So at the snow. yes. So <laughs> Leo should not maybe have gotten no the best actor Oscar for that role, but he's deserved it for other roles. Yes, and I think they get just, it. I think they just, so they finally just like they were like, okay, well we're finally going to give him his Oscar or whatever. Like, I think okay, they just fine. gave it to him. But okay. it's like, but. Yeah, but Tom Hardy was better in that movie than, than Leo, for sure. Oh my god, I found it. Oh my found god. It. What? It was filmed in 2010. Oh, it's I don't think it was new. released, though. Okay, what's oh. it called? Because I just saw a trailer on um, Joe Blow, like, new trailers out over the summer. It's okay. called Peacock. Interesting. That is a very interesting title for the premise that you explained. Yeah. Fascinating. So it's old. It's but not, old. But, it's, but it hasn't come out? I don't think it got wide release. It doesn't, oh, so it maybe got a limited release somewhere? I don't know. Weird. That's so bizarre. I'll have to check it out. So bizarre. Peacock. It looked super good. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. But after Peaky Blinders, I was on, like, a Killian kick. Yeah. Because, like, saw Dunkirk. Yeah. Saw Free Fire. Saw Arthropoid. What did you think of that? I haven't seen that yet. It was very interesting. Was it? Yeah. It was very interesting. I'm not wild about... It was hard having Killian and... and, um, What's his name in it? Jamie Dornan? Mm Mm-hmm. Because Jamie Dornan's Irish. Yeah. And Killian is too. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to be Czech. (laughs) Right. it didn't quite work. (laughs) Didn't quite work at times. Right. Um, Is that one on Netflix? Yeah, it is. That's right. Yeah, I feel like I've seen seen it but i haven't it was it. very tense 
yeah. and enjoyable, but also heartbreaking because it's a real story that right. ends in guaranteed tragedy. Gotcha. So you have to like be on board be in the for mood that. for a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, okay. you know. And so that's why I always just watch The Office. Yeah, right. Nothing bad ever happens. Nothing bad really happens on Peaky. And if I ever feel like crying on The Office, I just watch the episode where like Pam tells Jim that she's pregnant, and then I just like get all weepy. So you know, yeah. Because now that there's no more Friday Night Lights on, Netflix. did you just say nothing bad ever happens on Peaky Blinders? Not really. To oh no, um, I just want to say like that's incredible. I forgot about season three. Let's go back a sec. I super yeah. like season one though. I think that's the perfect season of a television show. It's wonderful. Yeah. And so Sam Neil in it. Incredible. Yeah. He's pretty good. Totally. Um where are we going now? I don't know. Anybody else you know? I don't have anything again. I just watched a lot of baseball this week and some football and I don't know. It was a very busy week. I cried on Friday after school. I don't know why. It was very strange. Like in my classroom, and I was just like doing some stuff, and I just like thought, and I was very overwhelmed, and I don't know why. I was just like sobbing in my classroom. It was oh a very strange. This week was just really. I don't know. I do and, not know. Another teacher that I know, who I will not name, because she's super embarrassed about it, told me that too on Friday. She was talking about something like super innocuous in class, and then all in of class. Burst oh, there was no kids, kids at least in my room when that happened. Just burst into tears. I was like, "Own it for you, okay." <laughs> She was like, yes. That only ever happened to me one time in class. Um, I was reading um, a play called Walsh. We got to the very end of it. And I'd read it. Like, you know when you're teaching a play and you don't, like, necessarily, like, read it out loud. You just read it to yourself. Yes. Hearing, and I was reading these lines at the very end. And, like, to actually hear them out loud, I, like, I got choked up. And I was just like, oh, fuck. I was like, I'm definitely going to cry in front of all these kids right now. Yes. I felt that way last week when I was reading the metaphor to my students, that Budge Wilson short story. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, get it together, Steyer. <laughs> I, I, I was like that reading um, a few years ago. I was reading to my grade five, six class, The um, the Keeper of the Isis Light. Oh, yeah. I like that I'm one. like near the end or whatever. I was like reading to them and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> It's okay. I think I made it through without actual tears running down my face, but it was hard. Because you know that your, like, voice gets tight, and you're like... (laughs) But I think that's nice, too, especially, like, for younger kids to see that, like... That you're a human? Well, that type of emotion is okay. Yeah, and last year, like, I was reading a... a, a, It was a story of... uh, A residential school story that was just, like, a picture book. But, of course, a true story. And uh, it was... There's a part where it's describing, like, the punishment that this girl received at the school or whatever and it's horrifying and I just was like and I you know I had read it ahead of time but I don't think I actually had read it like really like carefully you know when you're kind of like looking through a book and it was just like and I kind of just read it quickly and I was like yeah okay and then when I was reading to my class I was like and I couldn't stop it I was crying and my kids were like but they but it but you could tell that like some of them were also like having the same kind of reaction just without the tears and it was Mm -hmm. yeah it was just a moment where we all kind of just took a breath and I had the same I didn't it didn't I didn't cry but I was reading um uh, Margaret Lawrence short stories in my grade 11s like last week the end of it and there's this wonderful line at the end where um the narrator she says about her grandfather she says I had feared and fought the old man but he proclaimed himself in my veins and like as I was reading it out loud I like had goosebumps I could feel it (laughs) and I was like oh my god I love it so much (laughs) because I've read these stories so many times but every time I read that grandfather Connor yeah, because yeah. he's the worst. Why is he the worst? He's awful. 
He's just... He's not awful in Half Husky. Uh, he, that's probably the one where he's the least awful. He's oh. very awful in some other ones. Oh. Um, but it, And then in the, the way the collection's framed in the last story, that's like the last, very, pretty much the last line of the collection. And so it's just, it's a culmination of Vanessa, like, pulling together her identity. But when I get to that line, I'm always just like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. So, so, so good. And I keep um, emailing Natasha with, like, things that I'm learning about the stories as I've read them, like, for the 25th time. I'm like, oh, and this, and this, and this. And she's like, you're going to write this all down someday, right? And I'm like, yes, but I have to share my thoughts with someone. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll just pull the notes out of there, out of our emails, and then I will put together, you know, something when I have the chance. Um, Anyway. We got questions? You said Larissa texted a bunch in? Yeah, I got it. And Malcolm did, too, I think. Um, And we had some questions for Riva, too. From Jess. Oh, yeah, yeah I did. know. I saw them. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I tagged you. That's right. I was like, how did you see those? But anyway. Um, okay. What do you want to start with? Let's start with one from Jess. Um, what is your favorite food? Hers is sushi. Favorite food? Yeah. Favorite food? I like pasta. I don't know. Like Yeah, that's any a hard kind thing of pasta. To I don't know. Food is so hard because, like, for a favorite, my go-to is, yeah, pasta, probably. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I like pizza an awful lot. I do too. But if I was being real honest, I would actually probably say apples. Really? I love apples. I eat like at least an apple a day, sometimes two. And right now, I used to eat just gala apples too. And they're just not they're not doing it for me. I don't know what I'm buying right now, but they're crispier and they're way better. Honey crisps. Oh, I like pink ladies. Pink Lady, I think that's what I'm eating right now, because yeah. they're a little bit cheaper than the Honeycrisps. So I like, and I like the Ambrosia, but they're not in season, so yeah. those are, like, my, my go-tos. Not bananas, because bananas are gross. Bananas are disgusting. I'll eat them, but... Oh, you guys are so weird. They're so foul. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I took a, I had a banana um, at school the other day, and I pulled it out of my bag, uh, the lunch bag, and it, I looked at it, and it was, like solid yellow and I was like does anybody want this and they were like why I'm like it's too ripe because it's the perfect and they were like what is wrong with you I'm like no it's too ripe and then I gave it to someone and he started peeling it and then I could smell it and if you can smell the banana when you peel it it's too ripe that's why I like them when they're green anyway um and he was like this so it sounds is- like the perfect banana. yeah he was like this is the perfect consistency and I'm like no it's too ripe <laughs> I made banana bread last weekend or the weekend before because I had some bananas here in my house that, like, needed to leave the house either in a garbage bag or in banana bread. Because <laughs> they were so brown. I was like, they're so gross. No, see, that encap- encapsulates how I feel about bananas because they're either a garbage food or a garbage food. Yes. Like, they're so gross. <laughs> they're so gross. Uh, Texture's no. awful. Um, bananas with peanut butter. So good. I like a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Um, so you agree with Reba then? <laughs> with, with, I like a peanut butter banana sandwich, but the banana still has to be, like, reasonably firm. It can't be, like... No, it can't have any green left on it. Oh, you're wrong. But it has to be, like, just yellow. Because I agree, like, once it starts to, like, brown, then it's too ripe. Which but, happens about four seconds but... after it's all yellow. <laughs> and so they're, they're, that's why you gotta eat it when it's still green, because you got a little bit more time. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty no. sure sometimes no, they turn they're from still, green to yellow they're like too as I'm hard. Them. They're too hard when they're still green. No. no. You ever, like, racing and they don't have you're the like, right. I got that banana. <laughs> I can't <laughs> get over it. Right. No. <laughs> I can't get over that banana. Um, okay, also from Jess, she wants to know, what was your favorite part of the trip? 
my favorite part of the trip. And I was thinking about this because yeah. I saw the question the other day and I was like, That's oh, why I tagged you in that. I know because anyone who knows me knows that favorite questions are impossibly hard for me. <laughs> true. Um, I never have an answer right off the top of my head. Really and I've true. thought about this one for a while and I still couldn't narrow it down. Like, I mean, I was kind of like, you know, came up with a few like things that were just so good, but I couldn't narrow it down. No. One okay, thing. so pick like three. Like, pick your top so three. Pick like three. Okay. We have so, yeah, pick ten. So pick ten. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, like when we were deciding on places to eat, sometimes like, what do you want for dinner? She's like, I don't know, but I don't want this. I'm like, okay, that's a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> like by the end of the trip, when I was so tired of eating out, and it was just like, I don't want a burger. I don't want French fries. I don't want anything. Like, like I don't want. Pub and then food. we had pasta. And then we two went nights in a row. So we went for Italian yeah. and like had yeah. really good meals two yeah. nights in a row, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, it was like this is okay again because it was something different because we no. hadn't had no. Italian. But yeah, she's like, I just don't want this. It's <laughs> like, okay, this is a good place to start. Good. <laughs> Narrowing it down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, pick three. Um, pick three. Okay, so I really um <laughs> I really enjoyed um Boston actually. I really like um had it was such a fun day that we had just like touring around and going to stuff and listening to the Boston accent and then like it was the making fun of the Boston accent <laughs> and like oh, and how then it became like I couldn't not do it anymore <laughs> and I was like and Megan was always making fun because I was like because I, I, I was start, I was doing it on purpose and then I couldn't not do it and then, and we, then, got to the, carried then on. we got into the Maritimes yeah. and then I couldn't not and I was like and it was becoming a regular part of my speech and I was just like I'm not even trying anymore I swear <laughs> after one day but I'm like yeah. no no but like we once spent, we were in well, the we spent Maritimes a city, day in Boston and she was mimicking the accent a day in accent. Boston I was mimicking the accent and then we went into the Maritimes and then was mimicking like the Nova Scotian accent and then it just became like yeah part of my speech yeah. affectation like I couldn't not do it yeah. for the rest of the trip and then when we were like in Minnesota she was being <laughs> an asshole and well, the but when we were in Minnesota the first time though it start. I did it oh, yeah. not intentionally yeah. it was completely yeah. we were there for like 10 minutes 15 minutes at, or whatever, the, bar, right? yeah. at the bar and um <laughs> And uh, Justin is Dustin's talking to us, and he's like, I don't know. And then he went away to go get something or whatever. And I said something to Megan, and she just looks at me, and I was like, Oh my god, I totally didn't do that on purpose. I'm just like already mimicking the accent after being there for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was um, okay. So funny. So Boston was good. Boston. um, That's our one. Boston. (laughs) That's how our that's how our tour bus driver said it. Boston. Yeah. Um. But then there's other people that are Boston, right? Like that really. Okay, I need a I need a flavor of each of these accents then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in Boston, it was like in Boston. <laughs> it became like it was like not too far from the cat in the box. <laughs> um, and then, and then it just became and then the it was just but then you do it in the same thing in the Maritimes and it was not too far from the cat in the bar. <laughs> Isn't that amazing the power of an R <laughs> right? Oh, it was, it was really funny. And we'd be like going out to the car and be like, you got the khakis. The khakis. Yeah, it was good. Um, was... Minnesota's like a hard R. Yeah. Rules. Yeah. 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 And then the and yeah. the and the same like Scandinavian vowels, so they're like that weird, like elongated. Yeah. It's like up and down and up yeah. and down. Yeah. Yeah. Well like yeah. the time when I ordered that thing from the Packers Pro Shop and they called and left me a message and I was like, I have no idea what this <laughs> message says. I hope I'm calling the right number. Like I just like I could not understand. It was really funny. Uh, 
Yeah, so honestly, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I was just thinking about that, like, the mimicking the voices and stuff or whatever, and I was like, that was a really funny part of our trip. Like, it became, like... And the fact that I couldn't control it after a while. Which surprises me that in Ireland you didn't develop the same kind of... I know. I know. Probably because it's just harder. Well, and I think that's it, right? And they'll, like, punch you in the fucking face. I've always found... (laughs) I feel like people in Boston would do the very same thing. Probably. Probably. I know she was always like, what are you doing trying to do? Get us killed? We're, like, walking out of the baseball game. And I'm, like, talking about how it's not too far from the cat of the bar. And she's like, shut up. Somebody's gonna, like, kick our ass. And I'm like, whatever. (laughs) And then we talked about going on the half on half off tour. <laughs> oh god, it was pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then we're I going to New York City in May, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> but no, it didn't happen in Ireland. And I was, and because when I got back, um, my family and stuff was like, "How come you don't sound like you're Irish?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, okay, first of all, I think it was because I'm like I was working with people from so many different places in Ireland, and the Irish accent is so different depending on where you're from, right?" And I don't know, like, some of the Dubliners that I worked with, like, they were, you know, they probably would have been the easiest to mimic, but, like, I don't know, I my Canadian accent came out thicker after living in Ireland, like, so much. Like, it was exaggerated the way that I had my, like, my vowels and everything, like, and, and when I got back to Canada, I was, like, it was weird, because I was, like, I had this weird affectation that I had never had before. It was totally bizarre, and it eventually went away, but, like... When I first, while I was there, I noticed it. And then coming back, it lasted for a while. It was weird. That happened to Chris, too. When he went, in his second year of med school, he did a four weeks in Tanzania with a, a group that um, had, like, nurses and, like, other doctors in training from, like, England and Scotland and Australia and stuff like that. And he never, I don't think I've ever heard him say the word A. Ever. Yeah. But the other people made fun of him all the time. He's like, I don't I don't think I said it. Like I don't I don't hear it when I say it. But him, he I don't know what it was. It just like got turned up to eleven. Well, and for me I think it was like so the people that I was working with, we would be sitting around at lunch or whatever and we'd be talking and then we were comparing like vocabulary terms yeah, yeah. and whatever, right? Like crisps versus chips and you know, <laughs> whatnot. Or oregano and, uh, instead of oregano or whatever. <laughs> or but rocket like, instead of arugula. Like, come on. <laughs> I know, it was like yeah, they, rocket. They, they what call the hell it is rocket. rocket? So which it was you, arugula? Which, if you don't know what we it is, to, then you hate arugula. We were sitting there at a restaurant. <laughs> like, when Sean and I first got there, we were like sitting there at a restaurant. Oh, we're like, rocket, rocket green. What the hell is rocket? And so we looked it up and we were like, oh, okay, I know what that is. It was weird. Yeah, it was a real yeah. disgusting addition to a sandwich, is what it was. It's oh, not yeah. disgusting, but whatever. Um. But we, we would be, but we would be talking about <laughs> the accent. It was, <laughs> we were <laughs> we would be talking about vocabulary differences or whatever, right? And and about how you know, and it came up with like um, like liquor bottle sizes or whatever, right? And how we call like a Mickey, and they were like, "You call that a Mickey?" And I don't know, my one friend who was Michael, but everybody called him Mick. He thought it was hilarious that we called him <laughs> Mickey, and like. Oh my god, and uh, they would laugh at how I said things or whatever, right? And so it kind of was like, I don't know, like I, I started, I don't know, it became exaggerated in my speech because, like, they would comment on how I would say things. Yeah. So to answer Justice's question, I'm going to say that your favorite part of the trip was mocking other people's speech. <laughs> 
clearly. Maybe. But that was just kind of like the funny, one of the funny things, I guess. I don't know. Um, what else did you like? We did so I many really, things. Uh, we did so many things. We went to so many places. I really liked Lunenburg and like the ships, the tall ships. That was really cool. Um, going on those ships and like seeing the the rigging and everything on them is unbelievable. It blows my mind how it all works and everything. I'm like, I can't even imagine being on one of those ships. And you know, like in those shows or in the movies or whatever, you see them like running around in a storm and they're like pulling ropes or whatever. And like, but then you look at the ship and like, there's so many ropes. I'm like, how do you know which one is tied to the right one? And I'm just like, this is incredible. I was like, oh my God. So, but those were, that was cool. I really wish we could have seen one of them like in full, yeah, like full, full sail. Cause that would have been amazing. But so yeah, that was really cool. And then... I don't know. I really liked our time. Our like little afternoon in Charlottetown was really Charlotte, fun. I would go back to Charlottetown too. Charlottetown was okay. really cool. And just like the fact that we happened upon all this Canada 150 stuff going on. And so we saw like, you know, the fathers of confederation like walking yeah. around and like doing their little, their little skit and whatever. And like, that was so. <laughs> was Johnny McDonald's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no. Shauna, Shauna was very drunk. vocally booing him. <laughs> <laughs> and later on, when we were leaving, we're and like, then the guy that was playing a Cartier like glared at her while she was booing. It was kind of amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. And when we were getting back in the car to go to in drive the car, to the bridge, yeah, I know. I just heard it. <laughs> and we were standing there, kind of getting our shit together, and. The guy that had played uh, Johnny McDonald, the guy that played like the town crier, were yeah. walking along, and I don't know if they were—they were must have been on a break. But as they were walking, they started talking about Confederation. So I feel like <laughs> not method actors. Clearly. No, they were like, but they clearly like were as the, as they were within they were of us, they were like. So then they started talking about Confederation, like and they then were in was like, "Votes for women." <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of like kind of like turned their heads as they walked by. She was in the car. It was just <laughs> they so didn't it wasn't quite as. <laughs> Just like, a oh drive-by heckle of the <laughs> fathers of confederation. Just really freak them out. Women wearing pants. Uh, it was really thing. funny. So that, yeah, that afternoon in Charlottetown was really fun. Um, I, oh, there's, oh, I don't know. We went to so many cool places. But I also really enjoyed our day in Halifax. And like, yeah. The day we the got day, drunk. We got day drunk at the brewery. Oh, man. The Alexander Keys Brewery was really fun, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We had a really good time. We drank lots. They gave you short. a lot of free beer. They gave you like a an lot hour. of free beer in an hour, and we were drunk by the time we left. <laughs> and then we and wrote postcards like, to people. Oh, oh that was um, postcard day. The ones yeah, from Halifax before, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. And uh, that was that was a fun day. Yeah, that was yeah. a good day. That was fun. Yeah. Um, it was hot that day. It oh, was. Man. Jess also wants to know, what is your favorite show and podcast? Besides this one, of course. Do you have a favorite show? I know what your favorite show actually is. Do you have is. a favorite show, like, of all time? I don't know. That's on right now. That's on right now? Oh. What's your favorite show involving werewolves? <laughs> My favorite show involving werewolves is called Teen Wolf. <laughs> the final episode of Teen Wolf ever is on tonight. Oh my god, let me tell you, I'm excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were trashy. <laughs> I'm like Reva, way farther into the dumpster oh. than anybody else. Reva should be on this show oh all the time. Should, we should just add her name to the, the, the <laughs> because trashy is yeah. me. Oh man, no Team Wolf, I love it. You have no idea, and uh, yeah, final episode of it ever is on tonight, and I'm like super stoked. That's amazing. My favorite character is coming back tonight, <gasps> just for one and uh, for the final episode, and uh, the other favorite character came back last week. 
He was <laughs> gone for a couple seasons. I was very bad. He came to back see with the beard, return. so oh my can't god. Go oh my god. Oh my god. Do you know who Tyler Hecklin is? No. You should look him up. You should look him up. Googling. <laughs> Tyler Hecklin with a beard and glasses is like, <laughs> oh my god. He doesn't oh, wear yeah. glasses on the show, but, but he's he... okay. Where do I know him from? Um, he was on he Seventh was on Heaven, Seventh like Heaven. a million years ago. When he was oh, a lot younger, he was also in Road to Perdition. With he was. He was Tom a Hanks child. He was a in kid. In Road to Perdition, um, that's correct. And then he's also been in some really terrible, like, Baseball movies. He was in a terrible baseball movie that I watched, and a terrible which um, I haven't watched it. Rodeo it has movie that I watched. In it. I don't know what my problem. Yeah, is. I know. I well, I'll give it to you. I have it okay. on a on a USB stick. Perfect. I haven't um, seen him on any. But yeah, terrible baseball movie and a terrible rodeo movie. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Where again, God. he's wearing he's like bearded and wearing plaid, and I'm like, hello. <laughs> oh my God. Trash right um, here. <laughs> And anyway, I missed him quite a lot from Teen Wolf, and he came back last week. And they when they hadn't even see, shown him on screen yet or whatever, and they just kind of like started talking about him. And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And then she texted me while she's watching. It's all very complicated. <laughs> and oh uh, yeah, so good, so good. And so now I can't wait until um, yes, my other fave comes back. Yeah, tonight's episode. Played by uh, <laughs> no <laughs> rude. rude. Oh, played by Dylan O'Brien. Real bitter. I'm real bitter because I know, because, I'm a, because yeah, okay. Go ahead. So Dylan O'Brien is in a movie called American Assassin, um, which is about a character named Mitch Rapp. And I have the same problem with the casting of Dylan O'Brien as Mitch Rapp as I have with fucking Tom Cruise oh, as Jack yeah, Reacher. Yeah. It's the same thing because Mitch Rapp is like a badass, and Dylan O'Brien is like a twelve year old boy. Um, Except he's not twelve years old. Well, he's like what? Is he? The I don't know. He's like in his mid twenties. Run over by that car. Is he the Maze Runner boy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So he's in early twenties, whatever. But like, he doesn't have from the like, he doesn't have the persona. And I'm also bitter about it because Taylor Kitsch is in that movie, and he should be Mitch Rapp, not the villain. And I'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. Oh yeah, Fair I've seen enough. that yeah. trailer. Okay. Fair enough. Gotcha, Which I will gotcha. go see the movie because. But anyway, yes, but we'll have to go. But yes, I'm just. But I watched about the trailer it. for it, and I was like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that's what her We'll be back in tonight's final episode of Teen Wolf. And the show is so ridiculous, it's so bad. Um, but I love it. The first few seasons are the best, probably. And then these last couple have been like really weird and whatever, they've gone way off the rails. It's all gonna be way off the rails, like way like all the weird supernatural shit that happens in it or whatever. It's just like you know, whatever. But um, now it's coming to a close and they're bringing everybody back for the finale, so. Perfect. It's good. It's good. Matt wants to know his two questions, and this made me laugh like uncontrollably yesterday. First question: Who do you think you are? And second one: What gives you the right? <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. I know. I sent him back a Spice Girls. And he did not appreciate it. <laughs> and I was just like, I said it. And I was like marking and like jiving at the same time, like, checking. Um. Great. Well, Matt, my answer, I. What gives us the right? Um, we bought a microphone that gives us the right. <laughs> Anybody Free put speech. anything on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, I, I don't have an answer to your question. I don't know what you're getting at, you but are. it just made me laugh. I don't know. Trashy, <laughs> trashy ladies. So trashy. I love those phrases as much as I love from Hot Rod. Where do you get off? So great. So First great. of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, how dare you? <laughs> uh, so, as I've talked about before, Reva and I kind of share a brain. Uh-huh. Um, like, a lot. So, the other night at choir, we were <laughs> trying to decide. We're going to New York with this thing. So, we're singing at Carnegie Hall. 
whatever. It's not really a thing. It's not because we're that great. It's just we get this opportunity. Yeah. And we were going to, like, fly on air miles so that we could save some money or whatever. And then we were just sitting there and making this decision literally like a married couple, being like, well... Megan's, like, making the calculations. She's like, well, do you think how much would it be if we didn't do this? And da-da-da-da. We're, like, comparing the prices. And we're sitting there just, like, do-do-do-do, back and forth. And she's like, okay, do you think it's worth it? Like, we're figuring it all out. She's like, well, with the air miles, we're really only going to save, like, a couple hundred dollars. And then, like, with the tour package, there's, like, transfers from the hotel. Even if we stay an extra day, we still get our, like, airport transfer, which is really important. Yeah. And then so it's like, we're like, oh, okay, it's gonna be less hassle if we do it. And we're kind of like, do you, is it worth it? We both were kind of like, no, let's just go with this. And yeah, like, okay, and we wrote our check. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. I really enjoy that we just made this decision like a married couple. <laughs> we had all the pros and cons, and we're like, yeah, okay, let's just do it this way. Anyway, um, Aaron wants to know, Aaron Kelly, who is our. <laughs> I was gonna say, would you like to hear how my marriage is different? <laughs> <laughs> Well, since I saw your husband for longer yesterday than you did, um, and that was just from afar on a football field, I feel like yeah. that's a pretty telling. Because you, you were like, you texted me, you're like, I think he left, was wearing black pants when he left. He did. Because he came <laughs> home yesterday, not yesterday, Friday night, wearing this very nice, from Simon's, gray striped sweater. But he was wearing dark tan pants. I was like, it's not a good look. I actually feel real bad about this. Chris, I'm sorry, again. I burst out laughing because <laughs> I didn't think it was a good look. And then he goes to go to the football game, and he's wearing these really nice black pants from Simon's. And I was like, why didn't you wear those with a gray sweater? And then he got a flat. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was wearing black pants. So if you can see him from afar, give me a heads up if he's there. Yeah. Super. And I was like, I think it's him. And then she's like, he's wearing black pants. I was like, definitely him. Yeah. <laughs> Standing there with his arms crossed. Yeah. yeah. Doing nothing. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, our good friend Aaron Kelly wants to know, please rank your potato choices, mashed, canned, baked, or scallop. First of all, canned potatoes go in the garbage. What the fuck are what canned, the hell are canned potatoes? potatoes? You can buy, you can buy canned potatoes, like baby Where? potatoes in the grocery store. In a can? Yeah. Like, are they mashed? No. No. Like, little whole potatoes. They're like whole potatoes in a can. You get like two in a can? I don't, I've never bought them, but you can buy I've them. I've never even heard of that. Um, I, I don't believe you that it's a real thing. Oh Me neither. It's mythical. Um, kind of like a place on PEI that every road led to. But we never <laughs> Kensington? Kensington? Yes. That was my favorite part was finding Kensington. <laughs> Literally every, road, every, every road. road. led to Kensington and we never actually made it there. <laughs> the mailing address for that restaurant we went to is in Kensington. Yes, that's right. But it's closer to Darnley. So yeah. it, anyway, very complicated. Kensington's not real. Um, just like Aaron, not real. All of PEI except for Charlottetown is not real because there's no actual towns. Like they're just, it's just like yeah. collections of buildings and then road. So it's, yeah. it feels very different. And some roads that like you could drive. Straight into, into the, the ocean, into yes. Into the ocean from the road, like literally yeah. out on the map. I'm looking at the Google map and I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure you'll have to turn around because this road is going to drive into the water. And then it literally, like, we could have driven into the water. <laughs> like, if we just, like, sloped down, we were like, yep. There we are. <laughs> We've made it. Um, so, yeah, mashed potatoes. We're taking the canned potatoes out because it's gross. Baked or scalp. I would say. Why don't we just say roasted instead? Okay. I would say mashed potatoes are still my favorite. Followed by roasted, followed by scalloped, followed by baked. I'd put scalloped mm. at the bottom. I'd say mashed, yeah. baked, roasted, scalloped. I think baked potatoes are too dry. That's my. That's why you fill well, it, it depends. You gotta just fill it with stuff cheese. like bacon yeah. and chives and cheese why and why sour cream. Ma- why don't I just mash them? Well, no, because it has like the, the crunchy like, outside yeah. and the soft inside. Yeah, no, I liked baked potatoes. Not not always. Like it depends on how it's cooked. Like if it's too hard, still, I no good. So it yeah. needs to be just right. Like it can't be too hard. And but. it's hard to get just right sometimes. Yeah, 
But, uh, and mashed potatoes, I like mashed potatoes, but it also depends on how they're, like, you know, flavored or whatever. If you don't make them with too... sour cream, you're doing it wrong. But they can be too gluey. Huh. You know, yeah. the texture can be. Yeah, the texture can be wrong. And if they're too chunky still. To be fair, or, though, potatoes know. are the best. They so are. I'll they're pretty much good. Eat them anyway. I'll eat a potato any day of the goddamn week. Good. Will you eat them raw? I've had raw potato before. Have you? I like yeah. See, which is funny because I hate water chestnuts. But raw potatoes are kind of like a more chestnuts. dense water chestnut. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know. Um, Mike wants to know if you were a badass soldier fighting an alien invasion, what would your nickname be? Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> My first thought was Kirby. Kirby for me? No, for me. Oh, I, was <laughs> like... I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, I have. I have no answer. I, I, I... Hmm. Did you have like nicknames from your like parents or whatever as a kid? Um, not for my parents. My dad does not believe in nicknames. Okay, so on my sister <laughs> doesn't believe in we, that. Well, okay, because we all have two syllable names ending in a. <laughs> so mm. we all like so it's Mara, Lita, Vanya, Fia, and Riva, and we all sh- call each other by like the just the first syllable of our names, right? right. So it'll be like Leet and Mar and Vaughn and whatever, right? Reeve, yeah. And my dad will like throw the uh back on or whatever so it'll be like hey leet and he'll be like uh and i'm like shut up oh, it's oh so God. annoying i'm like ah oh, it's so annoying that anyway, is so like, annoying. no i got called like reeve beave and um riviera <laughs> and my sister would always go into riviera bingo so exciting when you win. we've got your number Ooh, we've got your number right you got like, a little theme song <laughs> yeah That's it was her, her and her friend would always do that and yeah so that's fine. But my dad called me Jughead. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. It's I didn't have good. I didn't have any nicknames really when I was a kid. Nothing like nothing related to my name. Like there was no like. Yeah, like I never had any any. And part of it probably was because my parents weren't giving me a nickname, right? Like, and so yeah. and there was yeah. no. Oh, like, that's all we do. Like with my dad, though, we started to do it more as adults, where we call like my sister and I refer to him as something different every time. So his name's Larry. <laughs> We call him up and we're like, hey, LaRue, hey, <laughs> Lars. So we really got onto the Lars thing. And we're like, let's make like Germanic nicknames for all of the kids. So I'm Klaus. <laughs> Brittany's Bernie. <laughs> I forget what Chris is. Oh, I think he's still Kristoff, which isn't really Germanic at all. But That's funny. Yeah, um, gotta keep it fun. So, sorry, Mike, I don't have an answer but to your yeah, question. Yeah, I don't have an answer to that. Um, but you just keep fighting the good fight for us. Yes. Because that's amazing yeah. that you made characters for us. That's incredible. I know. That made me laugh. Because the stats are exactly perfect. Yeah, the 60% hack for me. That's just amazing. I'm like 9% hack. <laughs> <laughs> it's so low. It's and so... I have one weapon. One skill. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. Yes. I have one mission. It was so it funny. It was really funny. You should have had so... a stat for salt, though. Yeah. <laughs> 100. That was... The other, that was... <laughs> That was the other funny thing on our trip was that <laughs> some of the roadsides, some yeah. of the roadsides in Massachusetts, I think it was, right, that yeah. said something about reduced a reduced salt area. So we'd drive past and I'd be like, Megan, reduce salt. And she'd be like, because she'd make some comment or whatever, and I'd be like, whoa, too much salt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, does Sam Bennett's new beard look good or bad? The people need to know. Yes, Tom, it's wonderful. I did, and I looked at the I photos. I don't know who that is. Show me the photos. He plays um, 
in Calgary. I did like a whole analysis. It's a good beard. It's a good beard because it's got good color okay. consistency. Yeah. Good texture consistency. Yeah. Decent. And hit it hit balances out. Like he's got a little bit of a large nose. Yeah. Beard balances beard. it out. Looks good. Uh, Rizal wants to know what is Riva's favorite musical key to sing in and why. <laughs> that just made me laugh. I saw that too. I was like, thanks, thanks, Rizal. I was like, um. What's my favorite key to say in? Yeah. I don't know. Like, a C is a good key. A C is real good because you don't have to sing too hard. Because it's not too, it doesn't go too high usually no. and um, and not too low. Yeah. I, I like that in there usually. And there's no um, sharps and flats so I don't have to think too well, hard about true. how far I need to. True. Yeah. Um, not that that really matters in singing but like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably right about the right range. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um... Amanda wants to know what's the prettiest place from the trip. I will say the Skyline Trail in Cape Breton. Prettiest place. Made me cry, so that was it. Had it. The Skyline Trail was pretty good. I, I found some of the other just, like, coastline on the Cabot Trail was oh, the, really gorgeous, That Lake East right? Head, too, where we stopped and took those pictures, like, after dinner that night. That place? Yes, yes. Fucking right? gorgeous. Like, it was, yeah. So a lot of just, yeah, driving around on the Cabot Trail, a lot of just the stops along the water were just... Wow, yeah. Um, I would definitely say that, yeah, the that Cape Breton was the prettiest part of the trip, for sure. Aaron also wanted to know, what's your opinion on kneeling during anthems? I feel like we talked about it, um, but I would also like to point out that, um, which you did say, and I sort of agree, that the anthem should just not be part of sports. No. Unless it's like an international competition. Yes, yes. That's so. totally fine, and that's because, totally fair. Well, yeah, there's so many players that aren't from those countries on the teams and yeah. stuff. It's like, why is that a thing? Shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Shouldn't be a thing. And you have a bunch of questions from Martha? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Um, she wants to know if we have any opinions on next month's mayoral election. Firstly. Any opinions? There's a lot of people running. There's a lot of people running. I haven't done any investigation. Neither have yet. I. I have no uh, other than that. There's so many people running. There's like I 13 people I think yeah, running for mayor. 13 people yeah. running for mayor. I feel like I mean I feel like because of that I feel like Iverson's going to win again just because Probably. name recognition. Yeah. Because there's, there's yeah. just too many people to. And I don't feel like there was very much controversy no. with him as mayor. It was no. very. No. I think he's done stable. a pretty good job, all things considered. I think he has too. And he's got. I mean, and for me, he's got the right vision, right? So, yes. I agree. And I'm sure there's people who don't agree, but. It's nice to have a mayor who's not, you know... A douche nozzle? Well, and also, like, you know, middle-aged. And, yeah. you know, it's nice that he's got young kids and he's got a different vision of where we're heading to. And I think that that sort of shows in some of the transportation decisions that are being made and whatever. And, oh, my God, it'll be so nice when that LRT line is built. Because uh-huh. I drove down 75th Street the other day and wanted to murder someone. Yeah. Well, and it's, like, coming down, well, down 85th? Is it? Past Bonnie Dune? Yeah, I did that too. And it's just like, it's just torn up the whole way, right? And I'm like, oh man. And I can't imagine the people living on that street, right? I'm like, they're going to have an LRT like running right in front of their houses. Yeah. Like like right in front of the houses. Yeah, but but that at least it's on the end of the street, right? Like this is, there's still all the houses facing the street. Yeah. And they're going to have an LRT like right in front of their house. And I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. I know. They shouldn't. But yeah, like I drove both of those streets because I had a meeting that I had to go because I work like up in the north north side of the city and then like I had a meeting at another school kind of down that way and it was just unbelievable like how long it took for me yes, to get there right? yeah. just yeah. because of the construction uh, so yeah. when it's all done it'll be great I'm sure it but, will. oh my god yes. 
So I think I think those kind of things. I think in terms of like mayoral elections, I think it's important to me. What's most interesting is the school board stuff. Yeah. Um, and who has and has not spoken out um, about any kind of like uh, GSAs or like LGBTQ issues or whatever in schools. And I think that's very telling. Yeah. For some of the people who have chosen to stay silent and not answer those questions, um, I think that's for probably sure. more immediate of a of a more immediate concern to me than. Mm-hmm. Yeah just because of what we do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, If you could job shadow someone or a particular job, what would it be? (laughs) My husband to see what he actually does. (laughs) He sent me a text. He flew to Toronto last night. And he sent me a text saying, yours truly happened to be the only MD on board last night on the flight when they paged for a dock overhead. And I said, what happened? And he said, it was fine. (laughs) I was like, what? It's not an answer. That didn't answer the question. No. What happened? It was fine. Yeah. A job that I would Thanks. like to shadow, hey? There's a lady who is a photographer with the CFL. Mm. And she, like, flies all over the country. And I would like to do what she does. I think that'd be fun. Sports photography is so cool. It is. Because it's really, really hard to get good, yeah. Yeah. like, fast motion stuff. And she's phenomenal. And I would like to, yeah, I would, I would shadow her for a while. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Or, like, shadow a writer, like, a real writer. Just, like, what do you do? How does this work? Because yeah. I sit down to write something, and then I want to do everything else except for write. Yeah. And then I don't write. It sucks. How about you, Reva? Oh, I don't know. I would, I would be kind of curious to um, shadow, like, like a big musician or, like, a mm-hmm. band or something, mm-hmm. right? To just be, like... Because, you know, I have this idea in my head of, like, what it must be like or whatever, and, you know, encounter, and, like, like a big name person, right? Like, to be encountering, like, fans and, you know, touring and whatever, right? Like, yeah. Because um, I just think about, like, you know, there's a lot of, there would be a lot of stress for a lot of different reasons in a job like that or whatever. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, what, I think what like that would really be like. An athlete would be the same. Yeah. Right? Especially right? when you have to travel and yeah. be away from your families and, like, go through that bullshit morning skate. Go home, yeah. nap for seven hours. Right. Come back. Yeah. Oh. Eat chicken and pasta. Yeah. An hour before you skate yeah. your ass off. And then, like. Do it all again. Do it all again. Yeah. Right? And then travel at night. And. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. I also sometimes would like to know what people who work in offices do. Like, people have normal jobs. Yeah. Because, like, as a teacher. To work, right? like, a nine to five yeah, like, but office it, job. But it's just Honestly, so. It I think it would. Though. I think it would be awful. I think it would be too. But, like, when I talk to friends who are like. Like, friends of mine who are accountants, or, I'm like, what does your work day look like? And they're like, we've got, like, meetings and, you know, emails and, like, I just do work. I'm like, but what is your work? Like, what is that? Yeah. Because I don't really understand it. And it's not that it's not that it's too complicated to understand. It's just that, like, I don't know what it looks like because I've never had a job like that ever in my life. Yeah. That's what sucked about it is because I worked for AHS for two years, and at least with teaching, there are end goals and products that get produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that never happened everything is so ephemeral in in office work that it's like it just seemed endless interesting it sucked um she also says she from last episode she felt personally victimized by my hatred of snack bag snack <laughs> i went on a real rant last time yeah you sure did <laughs> um and she said what's your plan for when the robots rise up and take over the robots What's the plan? What's your plan? Yeah, whatever. 
I'm not overly concerned so about it. So is it going to be like... Is that before or after it, nuclear war? So like, is it going to be like the Matrix robots or is it going to be like... Wally robots. Like Wally robots or is it going to be like Terminator, like Skynet? iRobot like, robots? iRobot robots? Minority yeah. Report robots? What kind There's of a robots? lot of different types of robots. Guess, I would guess iRobot robots. Find Will Smith and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a life goal. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to do there. Uh, uh, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do I, I have a plan? I don't. I don't have a plan. I figure. Uh, is it going to be more likely robots, or is it going to be? zombies or is it going to be nuclear like nuclear winter so i'm like well i think it's gonna be infectious disease so zombies zombies. (laughs) not necessarily zombies yeah but i think that's what's gonna that's gonna and i have one more from malcolm okay um it was something along the lines of i think we might have answered something similar to this but it was something like if you could live in the united states where would you choose to live? Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, wait, here. I think probably Hawaii. Yeah? It doesn't feel like America, so yeah. yes. Yeah. It's so far away, so far removed from, like... What about something like Austin, though? I could do Austin, Texas. That would be probably... I don't know what Austin is like. It's like... I've never been there, but it's it It's like the old like... Strathcona of Texas. That's what I thought. Okay. In, in so many ways. It's like a very, like, artistic kind of community... Um, there's lots of people, lots of, like, Hollywood types have, like, made their homes yeah. in and around Austin okay. and away from, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Hawaii didn't feel like the United States. No, it, no, was, it doesn't. I mean, you have your American money there and you're going around, but, like, it didn't, it just, because it's so far removed and, and it's so different, like, culturally, every, culturally is, you know, and, yeah. yeah, and you're, and, like, the place names and everything that I can't pronounce and, like, all this sort of stuff, right? It was, like, it just felt like a much more foreign land, right, than being... Mm-hmm. In North like Dakota. and USA, where it's like, yeah, exactly, right? Um, North Dakota. And, uh, I don't know. And, like, the pace of, like, life there, like, just, I mean, in, like, the six days I was there or whatever, right? Like, it was just... You're on an island time. It was time. very, like, chill, yeah. right? Yeah, on the island, and it was, like, it was good. Yeah. And so, like, when online, when they're advertising for, they want teachers to come to Hawaii, right? What? Um And they, because they, they can't get people to stay. People come to the island and they stay for like a year and they want and then they leave again or whatever because it's I don't know they can't adjust to island life or whatever and uh, so they all so they're always recruiting teachers so they're recruiting Canadian teachers to come and where did you see that <laughs> oh I saw it online like on Facebook it was going somebody yeah, was sending it around always, always like I've seen it twice now probably last year and again this year wow um, yeah and they have like a they they want you to make a minimum two year commitment to stay mm-hmm. and and yeah. I don't know if I would really do it, but my parents lived in Hawaii for a year after they got married, before they had any kids, and then they moved to Edmonton. <sighs> so I really was like, missed out. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we always say them be like, could have, could have been Hawaiian. Like we could have lived in Hawaii, yeah. and like that would have been like life would have been pretty different there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think everywhere I've been, I think probably Hawaii. I think would be my. Choice. For those same kind of reasons, it doesn't feel like you're in the states. But I also don't like the idea of the isolation of an island, yeah. especially because it's I don't know. Well, and that was it. Too, Hurricane hey? twenty. Yes, very true, very true. They'll get it washed away, I'm sure, eventually. But 
Um, Tsunamis. And that was, like, when we were there, like, we had our flight got canceled the night we were leaving because there was a technical difficulty on the plane or whatever, right? And there's zero choice to do anything. You're stuck. Like, you can't yeah. just hop on a bus and get somewhere. You can't get on another flight to get somewhere because it's just a tiny little airport and mm-hmm. so you're just stuck. Ocean I mean, like, big too. not that we were, like, you know, overly annoyed that we were stuck for another day in Hawaii, but, you It know, still sucks, It was yeah. still, like, yeah, you can't, you're, you can't do, you don't have an option then when you yeah. can't get off the island or whatever. So if I had to pick, like, in the continental United States, I would probably want to pick, like, somewhere in the northeast that isn't New Hampshire. Because <laughs> the whole, like, live for your die thing is a little weird. But, like, somewhere, like, Vermont or Maine or somewhere yeah, like maybe. that. Too waspy, though. Yeah, well, I don't know, but also slightly more left-leaning than, yeah. right? Like, there's that as well. And have you seen the fall colors? Like, I feel like that's what I would go for. Oh, yeah, like, when we were driving <laughs> through the northeastern states, we were driving through, like, um, like upstate New York and all the, and in Pennsylvania and stuff, and we were like, oh, my God, can you imagine this in the fall? Like, it would have just been just amazing. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like, hills just covered in trees, right? And it's just, like, wow. But yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't want to live anywhere. Yeah, I would I would have to say somewhere. Or, like, I don't know, Portland. Oregon. Yeah. Maybe. San Francisco, maybe. You know, just, just like, ideologically, I don't know if I could live in yeah, a lot of places. Seattle. Seattle's a good place, yeah. Seattle, I felt, was too big. Which is weird, because I have a, <laughs> with Chris, I have a rule that we're not allowed to live in a city under a million people. Oh my god, Megan, when did you just see I'm that? just watching the Chicago Bears just <laughs> fuck the dog real hard. That's amazing. Wow. But they're winning. It doesn't matter. They should be up 21 <laughs> 7, then oh. they're not. Oh. Um, is that all we have? I for, think, yeah. For questions? I don't think we have anything else. Um, no more questions. So, we have stickers. We do. Did you bring them? I did. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we made some stickers. Um, if you want them, you can find the link on our Twitter. And I think on our Instagram, we now have an Instagram, which is also on my phone. And I'm like, what is happening? Because I had to confirm, like, the email. Yeah. So I had to log in anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah, we have stickers. If you want stickers, sign up. Sign up. Don't be greedy. Or be greedy. We don't Or care. be greedy. It's fine. <laughs> we um, only had 10 people request them so far. Well, some of our fans are like, yeah. I see you on Thursday. Do I have to fill out the form? Yeah, I have a couple of people who work. Same thing. Um, and, like, I guess Reva can have one. Yes. <laughs> um, it's your souvenir. Yeah, it's your souvenir for being on the podcast. Thanks. Proof that it happened. Um, we should promise one to Aaron Kelly and never give it to him. <laughs> okay. If now he what, knows because you've just said it yeah, out loud. But to be honest, I don't know the next time we'll see him. It could so be two Kelly, calendar years. If you want a sticker, Aaron Kelly, you need to request you one. you got to commit to a plan. No, you got to commit to a plan because it's got to be in person. Although I did see him at the Eskimos game, so I have seen him lately. <laughs> oh, That's a lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you want stickers, it's cool. We also have some plans maybe for some t-shirts. We're yes. We're working some stuff out. I think Davis is making some designs for he us. Is. And we're probably going to sell them on Teespring so we don't have to worry about anything. So it'll just ship right to you. Yeah. And then if you buy t-shirts and we, make, we can make some money, then we can, like, make more stickers and magnets and things like that. Yeah. Because, like, we're super narcissists. Well, and we ordered... what we are. <laughs> we specifically ordered this amount of stickers because it was $69. <laughs> we were like, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I sent Megan a few quotes, and she's like, well, you have to pick the $69. And I was like, okay, 50 stickers it is. 
Um, yeah, so, because oh, we're and just... And that is, like, because that was something that Megan pointed out to me on our trip this summer, the whole, like, oh, that's a nice, nice, uh, and so now every time, like, if a I nice look number at my of phone, miles. nice number of miles, <laughs> nice number of, and then I'll, like, look at my phone, and it'll be, like, a nice number, like, tr- percent charging your battery or whatever, like, last night, I, like, took out my phone, and I was, like, nice. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> See, Aaron Dutch hit a home run the other day that was 469 feet, and I believe I texted Kelsey and was like, nice. he hit it 469 real nice feet. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but then I felt awful because I had, um, I'm part of the football team at my school, and they had their like jersey handout night where like all the parents come and like they announce each kid and they like present them with their jersey, and they gave out a jersey number 69, and under my breath I was like, nice. <laughs> Do you know? I was the only adult the year I can I couldn't control I it. I cannot believe that they gave out they the number sixty nine I know. That's rude. Yeah. It was coming out, so I was like, I'm not gonna do it. And then it didn't. I was like, nice. <laughs> but also not nice, really. No, it's not nice. It's pretty terrible. So yeah, close. if you want stickers, you can request them and we'll send you some. Yes, we will. Um they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm modeling them now, but you can see. <laughs> yeah, you can see because there's no video. <laughs> we are not ever going to do that. <laughs> no video cast. No. This is no. This is enough of a nightmare. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is all that we have. It is because we talked for a really long time. It only took two hours to two hours and thirteen out. minutes, which means we have two hundred and sixty-eight hours and fifty-seven minutes left to talk about Taylor Hall. And the Next only time. reason there's a real drop on there is because I have like. I don't know, 150 gigabytes of photos. Once I take them off of here, there'll be a lot more time to talk yeah. about Taylor Hall. There you go. Which we didn't do at all this week. We didn't. Shout out to Taylor Hall. <laughs> if you're listening, buddy, you know what to do. We didn't play last night, but we still But he's playing in PEI. They're doing a split squad. There's like, they're playing against the Islanders, uh-huh. um, and then they're playing against the Senators. There's the like PEI? Yeah, there's like, I don't know if some place in PEI won like the hockey oh, like, ball thing hockey or whatever, but yeah, him and Henry okay. and some other guys are playing on this squad that's going to be Henry in PEI. But played last night. Yeah, I know, but you want to take, like, the big okay. names to the small town, right? Got it. So, yeah, thanks for listening. We have, you can find us on Stitcher or iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Play. Um, you could, like, give us some a review on iTunes. It'd be great. It would be super great. Because we can't beat Puck Soup if you don't review. And then that <laughs> motherfucker who was like, well, you shouldn't beat Puck Soup. Who spelt it. He yeah. said not. What did he say? I don't know. Nor that you should, and it yeah. should have been not that. Some yeah. I was anyway, like, fuck you. Just go away. Just go We away. don't like you. No. Uh, we have an email, garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. You can find Kelsey on Twitter at garbagefirepod. <laughs> so what you Even though she's do. not on Twitter anymore. Yeah. And our Instagram is also garbagefirepodcast. Yes, it is. And, and I'm running that. You can find me um, on Twitter at Meg14. And we have a website, garbagefirepod.wordpress.com. And we are going to have a super... What do we do? I don't know. We have a super special guest coming up. We do. For the 7th of October. Yes, season so I, opener for the season Devils. opener for the Devils because we don't care about the Oilers at all. That will be like the Taylor Hall focus podcast. It really will. So you're yeah. being warned, and we're gonna put it out for that day. So yeah, yeah. so you just know if you don't want to hear about Taylor Hall, don't listen to that. Day. Why are you listening to this? Yeah, true story. Um, but we have yeah, super special guest, which we'll keep a secret until then. That's when also you'll find out what this project is that we've been working on. Yeah. Which we have to practice. We have to practice. I'm uh, already anxious about right it. Right now. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's why Reva's here. It's all good. We have an all. <laughs> she's going to help us out. It's going to be all good. Um, so that's all we have for today. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. <laughs>